0: Yeah, you know it's that
1: time. It's time to break down all your backlogs. You got the beast from the east and the mouth from the south. Oh yeah. What's up, Josh?
2: (laughs) Hey man, I'm doing great. And uh, you know, along with the beast from the east, the mouth from the south, we also have uh our friend over there on the west coast. West Coast West. West.
3: I didn't really practice the intros, so I'm not really sure what I'm supposed to say here, but hello. Uh,
1: yo, and we got, we got our homie all the way from you know, the Wii hooked up to the NES. And, you know, whatever. It's Paul. It's Paul, ladies and gentlemen.
0: Listen here, brother. I'm going to do a better intro than Wes did. I'm going to do the best intro of all time.
1: All right. Uh, channeling a little bit of like, you know, Macho Man Randy Savage meets Donald Trump. I like it. Oh. I like it. Mm-hmm.
2: We got the best <laughs> intros. We, have,
1: we <laughs> only have <laughs> the best intros. I can't compete with that anyway.
4: <laughs>
1: <laughs> so I love it. we are already falling apart. So <laughs> I like it. True. Um, this is this is yourself, going to be man. this is going to definitely be a, a little bit of a train ride. Um, uh, or <laughs> Yeah, mostly a train wreck. So um you know but it it'll be fun, you know, and you won't be able to stop listening. There you
2: go. So get, get out your popcorn
1: train. now. Well, you know, how's everybody's week been?
2: How about you guys? How how have y'all's week been since the last week we conversed? Well we we don't talk to them that often, <laughs> so that's, that's I just know. A good I know. bit of like trick question. Right trick question. Trick <laughs> question. How you guys um, doing? How's life?
1: Why don't you fill us in on, like, do you, have you watched anything really good? Have you played anything really good? Is there anything really cool that you want to sort of fill the listeners in on, you know, before we dig into all the other things we're going to be doing? Yes. Crickets. Crickets. It's like, what's the show
3: show order here? Like, yeah. <laughs> okay.
1: how, about, how about you go first, Wes?
3: Okay, okay. Fill us in. So... Anyway, aside from the obvious, uh, what this is Monday, so my wife just got back from the doctor today, and we just got the ultrasound of the new baby <gasps> that we are going to be having pretty soon. So that's pre- well, not pretty soon, but the end of April is the uh, anticipated <clears throat> release date. So that's, that's awesome. going to. Be you fun. want your
1: baby to be born April twenty-eighth, mostly because that's my birthday, and that's oh, like okay. the best birthday.
3: I'll <laughs> let the baby know that. Just wait a <laughs> yes. week. Cause it's like twenty first, but you know, just just one more week. It's not a
2: big there deal. You go. I'm sure your wife is fine with that. Oh yeah. 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 What's a week? Come on.
1: So do you guys I mean, do you guys know? Do you do you want to talk about that or are you playing that close to the vest or what are you doing? Um I I'm actually an open hasn't
0: talk. even told the family yet. this is, this is like worldwide <laughs> oh. announced.
3: <clears throat> actually <laughs> funny story about that. Oh <laughs> but uh not too many people actually know, but I'm just like whatever. So baby's like ten weeks along now. April twenty-first is the anticipated due date, but you know, whatever. Uh, I have no interest in finding out the gender, but I am absolutely one hundred percent shooting for a girl because going through that circumcision with my son that was just not that was not a good time. So yeah. I would much prefer a girl this time and like for the foreseeable
2: future.
0: Mm. First, I wasn't even in the room when my son was <laughs> circumcised that
2: now, You just handed him off to someone else. <laughs> Wes him... is a way better dad. Than well, you apparently.
3: <laughs> no, I left the entire building. Just, <laughs> and then we came back and he's like, you know, in my 25 years of practice here, your son is the loudest child I've ever <laughs> circumcised. He's got some strong lungs on him. I'm just like, thanks.
4: I really
2: appreciate that. Oh, boy. This is the yeah. best episode of the podcast.
1: <laughs> we're, we're like five minutes in, and this is better than anything we have ever done. Hashtag. Dude, I have never been able to segue
0: into circumcision
4: <laughs> ever,
0: <laughs> and that you know, brings us to infant you baptism. Yeah. <laughs> Paul, Paul
1: <laughs> we don't we don't need to tell the Do you wait how until it's wrong.
2: healed. Do you give us some time? No, <laughs> so,
1: Paul, how about um? you give us the the quick and dirty of, uh, of something good that happened well make it quick but not dirty so we you know we already did that with wes
0: uh so like in the last I week i clean. haven't actually been feeling well mm. but i've watched a lot of the office for okay. the second or third time which is always a good good idea true yeah the, basically yeah uh, it's been kind of a crummy week i've been just trying to get some sleep in when i can and i haven't been sleeping well
2: so oh man it's mm. kind of a downer so that's why you're so delirious.
0: <laughs> no, he's just super happy to be
1: hanging out with us. That's it's been all. like four days. Josh?
2: Oh man. Well, I I'm quite uh I'm quite happy. This is the last week of my current semester. And I'm sure I've I've talked about this a lot already, but I, re- I really enjoy the class that I'm taking. It's just a lot of work in addition to life in general. So my last week of my class, I'm stoked to to wrap it up and um yeah, so it's 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 been good we're talking about the past two weeks the um the first week after the last podcast, I played almost no video games at all because I was just so focused on making sure I had everything else going on uh, my my son's birthday was that week, mm-hmm. so there was some preparation we had to do for that, so I just kind of set gaming aside for a little bit and uh only played while I was editing the podcast pretty much. Um so I didn't make any progress until this weekend um when I I just dove right back into Zelda 2. So that's been mm. cool. And then and then did a little bit of Earthbound and got to where yes. I stopped last time I tried to play through it. So I just oh, awesome. got through the desert and got to Forside and I saved. Oh, nice. Can so we talk about you. Earthbound for a couple of hours now? Yes.
3: Forget <laughs> Zelda 2. Earthbound <laughs> that.
2: Oh well, well, So, oh, I was just going to say, when we do when we have we can definitely have that conversation. I'd love to mm-hmm. talk about the game, um, but I still feel like there's a lot more about it that I haven't experienced. How about you?: it Nate? It only gets
0: weirder from there, by the way.
2: Really? It's <laughs> yeah, already.: okay, It
0: never gets more normal.: <laughs> Oh no, no. Oh gosh, yeah.
2: It gets weirder than the Saturn vi- than happy, happy village. Oh, that man, is some sh- weirdness yeah that was weird but yeah it gets weirder it's like a, you're a in pile. for some
3: interesting things coming up ah. really really soon
0: all right that, okay right. out of curiosity and i'm sorry Dave. i know we haven't asked you
2: at all but as the no, host here
0: uh, <laughs> so
2: is the ending spoiled for you you're asking me of Earth? yeah yes yes um i he's not I'm con- sure full of
0: confidence so, that's good well
2: it's one of the it's one of those <laughs> things that if i did hear it it was so like it was so out of context that i don't really understand it my i don't think many
0: people understand the in- ending
2: anyways okay. but <laughs> okay no. see i've heard that I it's a don't. combination of uh at least from from everything i've gathered the what it plays out in my brain is it's it's a combination of like a shonen anime where the powers of everyone in the world helps defeat the darkness. Uh, Spoilers, spoiler warning. Man. Spoilers. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah, you. Everybody, turn. You rewind game, time. Just like years you asked old. if Nate. Stop it. So <laughs> it's a combination between that and. Um... Oh shoot! I just totally lost my train of thought.
0: I'll do that to you.
2: <laughs> oh, and and uh, it Stephen King's it. So that's what I where it's like the not, that's not bad interdimensional yeah. weird being that like. Just consumes. That that's what I've heard about the ending of the game.
3: You are I mean, in. How's your week, my friend?
2: <laughs>
3: yes. <laughs>
1: hi, Nate. Hey, guys. Um, I I said something to you, you know, before we started. Uh, I found out a week and a half ago that I have been nominated to the diaconate in my church. So things are going to get busy with the officer training and everything else. And and that doesn't mean yes. that I'll necessarily take the position or that. Um, you know, at the end of the process, I, I will be qualified or feel qualified. But uh, you know, I've I've talked to my pastor about it, and and so that's I'm 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 gonna get pretty busy here, and I managed to pick a really good time to do it because I also I made sort of a it's a it's kind of a lateral transition, uh, ah. at work, um. So I'm still carrying mail, but now instead of. Being a designated carrier on one route, I, uh, I'll cover actually because we rotate the, the way that our days off work is that we rotate through the week. Um, we have Sundays off because the post office isn't open. But mm-hmm. uh, anyways, so I'll, I'm technically uh, I can't remember the actual like technical title, but we just call them floaters. But I will be covering five routes and cycling through those five routes throughout the course of the week. Instead wow. of just covering one, uh, it's a little bit extra money. The hours are better; should be better um, nice. for the most part. So, uh, you know, we'll we'll see. I I also signed back up for the overtime list. So, you know, I, I'm just All a glad right. for punishment. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah. So, uh, just do you, you want to go over backlog report stuff? I mean, because mine is pretty much like I did some reading but I pretty much like I read through Galatians a couple times, but did not really do half of what I really should have. Or, except for play hollow Knight, because, <laughs> um, yeah. And, and, and spoiler alert, I didn't really play legend of Zelda much past the first palace because hollow Knight. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, um, you? I, I'm a terrible, uh, I'm a terrible, terrible person. Um, it just, Just brief thoughts on that game, and Josh, when I'm done with it, we will definitely have to, like, talk about it. But, like, uh, one of the things that I think you mentioned before, Josh, is just, like, one of the reasons I haven't sort of dipped into Legend of Zelda is because there is such, like, a, almost like a lexicon that when you're playing this game, like, you learn the skills and the timing and everything else. And to sort of break from that, especially to break from that to go to something sort of similar and then forget about the timing and the different sort of like traversal and stuff. Uh, it would just be super difficult uh, transition for me. But uh, what I will say is that I think that game's so nice that I bought it twice. Hey, um, <laughs> I, I had some PlayStation Store credit, and a friend of mine was like, Oh, hey, uh, you see that they're playing Hollow Knight on the PlayStation 4. And I was like, Yep, done. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I was like, so I didn't spend any money really, but I was just like, uh, "Yeah, that that pretty much like you know, that was that was a given." So I, it's definitely a game I'll probably be playing often. Um,
3: so you have it on PS4 and Switch, or
1: mm-hmm.
3: yeah, okay. and which one's so, the better option?
1: Uh, I played the PS4 one for like 20 minutes, maybe 45 minutes last night, tops. I actually like the PS4 controller better for it. Um, (laughs) then the switch, I know I've played the switch. I've played it on the switch with the pro controller. And then, then with just the, like just pulling out in handheld mode, um, the pro controller obviously is a little bit better, especially for some of like the, the harder parkour stuff. Um, like, especially when you have to like, and this isn't like a spoiler or anything, but like there's some, some of the enemies and stuff that you can actually like, you can do like a downward thrust with his sword or his nail, is what it, they call it. And you can actually like bounce over it. And yeah. So you can bounce on spikes and stuff with his, with the nail,
2: um, which is pretty cool. Um, but it requires precision.
1: Yeah. Or, and, and so on the, the switch with like, just like the sort of handheld mode, it just really, it doesn't control as tight, and I just don't know if that's because of, like, the, the way that, like, the buttons are oriented. Because I, I actually mostly use the D-pad,
4: mm-hmm.
1: like, when I'm playing that way. Because, um, an- like, the, this, the analog sticks, I just think they're kind of sloppy. Yeah. And I would play, I would recommend PS4 just based off, like, the 45 minutes I play. I'm also, like, fluent in the game now, though, too. <laughs> so it's like, I mean, I played for 45 minutes. And the first time I played for 45 minutes, I probably died, like, a dozen times. Yeah. I played for 45 minutes, and I was just like, oh, no, I'm wrecking everything's face. <laughs> and it's like, but it was it was at base level. So it's like, I, I knew how to bounce. I knew, like, you know, you sort of get a feel for the game. But um, I've, not to get too spoilery, but Josh, just so you, that, like, you know where I am. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've unlocked all the magics. I've unlocked all the nail arts. And oh, wow. I awakened two of the dreamers.
0: Okay. So, okay. You awaken the dreamers. Oh, two. <laughs> now they to play the game. What a jerk! they can wake um,
2: up. They're just dreaming. The first Don't one's Link. name was Zelda.
1: Yes. But, <laughs> and the second one's name was Link. Um, <laughs> the third dreamer is Ganon, and what it really is, it's this the, you you you're waking up the triforces of power, courage, and wisdom. Yeah. So spoilers. It's, it's actually so. Where's this on the timeline? <laughs> it's it's the dark timeline where everything dies and the hero of time becomes a bug.
2: Um, yeah, fair enough. It's a All Hollow Knight right. Link's Awakening.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> anyway, it's like, um. So, oh,
1: sorry. I'm rubbing my eye. The listeners probably that's some good radio right there.
0: Yeah. <laughs> you, you know, you didn't have to tell them that. Yeah. Uh, you could have just done see, it. I don't know. I can hear it. That's why this is good. I'm sure oh, there's, geez, there's a Japanese onomatopoeia
2: radio. for that, but, <laughs> this but is I don't good know. What radio,
1: it is. it's the best radio. Um,
2: no, well, I just I just realized actually. Here's here's how I'm going to segue. Okay, watch what watch what I'm doing here. Watch what oh, I'm doing here. Professionals. Okay. Um, I I just realized that I kind of barreled into saying hi to our guests, and we didn't really introduce you guys. So I kind of feel like a jerk <laughs> that we're this far into the podcast. And we haven't, we've given you names, but not who you are in your essence, in your being. Um, so, Paul, we were on your podcast just a few weeks ago. So and we, we went
0: much longer than this without a point.
2: Yes. And so <laughs> Don't yes. feel bad.
0: Uh. Without any direction.
2: that right. <laughs> we were supposed to talk Get about backlogs boy. and instead we just talked about whatever the heck we wanted to and popcorn. It was great. I loved it. Was it was fantastic. <laughs> I love it. it was a great time. It's like a backyard barbecue or something. Um so you're here because we wanted to return the favor. We felt obligated. So we're like, "Oh, we're getting someone so we might as well have you here." Um, and then and, then, yes. and you didn't and you didn't want to fully return
0: the favor. So you had somebody else on too to, you know, Just take up all my time, out, you know. <laughs>
1: it's, it, it's like we can't we can't have him on by himself because then he'll think we like him and this snub wouldn't be appropriate. Um,
2: <laughs> we have to keep so, up this really underhanded way of like sticking it to him by messing up his podcast and then bringing him on and not letting him talk for
0: the rest of the episode. You're just going to keep going, Paul. You're you're
2: bringing Dane up what <laughs> <West?">
0: <laughs>
1: so. The the other guest, and you're right. We did sort of just run through that, and we we haven't offered any explanations. Uh, it's a it's a our, it's our buddy Wes, and and to be like just so everybody knows, we all sort of know super each super other show. through. Podcast, if, if people wonder, you stop <laughs> that it. You stop it. <laughs> I will give you an opportunity to plug your stuff.
2: Yeah, uh, super, super a little messy. show. <laughs> <But> <laughs> what I but, uh, what I we, think Nate was saying. Is that Wes, so we, we've mentioned you on a couple of podcasts before. We all know each other from the group, right? The hashtag. Hash, wow, can't even say yes. hashtag. The hashtag. Uh, it's German. Um, the, the hashtag backlog book club on Facebook. So we all know each other from there. And uh, Wes is just fantastic. And he has been throwing around ideas in the group. One of which we uh, started just this past month. Well, last month, technically, which was our Backlog Buster series. And hashtag he, Backlog Buster. Has, did you write another hashtag they, right there?
1: It needs more hashtags. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Got to have them. Got to have them. So Wes has been heading that up. So we wanted you to be on the podcast so you can talk about this as well. And both of you guys, and this is the real reason why both of you guys are here. Okay. I, you know, I was joking before. Obviously, I love you guys um the the game that yes. he only speaks for Our himself hands. okay the, the real reason I that do. we're
0: on is only half <laughs> of the host of the show actually played the game you're talking about <laughs> oh so I,
1: I played it needed somebody I come stopped. on Ouch. but yes we, we actually needed like people 15 years who... ago <laughs> Whoa. Hey, as, hey. as a kid
0: i remember getting it <laughs> it was like
1: 25 easy now easy. <laughs> um but yeah, I, I didn't get very far into it because, because reasons I will not go into again because I already <laughs> said them. Also known as Hollow Knight.
2: Hollow Knight. So. It's, I mean, it's a good reason for anyone who hasn't played it. I've already talked I about it. I still haven't. So I'm, I'm going to do hmm. this with like every game that I play is just like obsess over it. First it was Strange Journey, now it's Hollow Knight. Hey, maybe next time it'll be Earthbound. We'll see yes. for the next like six episodes. I'll be talking about earthbound. Um, no, but both you guys, Paul and Wes, you guys like jumped in full force into this whole backlog buster, at least this one, you know, we'll see what the, what the future holds. But Wes, you're doing a great job of just like pre-planning and doing all this stuff, which is awesome. But Paul, you totally, uh, decided to like on your podcast, you've already yep. talked about Zelda two on a couple episodes you live streamed your plays, so like you guys are probably gonna have more to say than than us about the game just because uh I, and and I love like hearing what you guys have to say and your perspectives on the game so um, I guess with no further ado, unless you guys have anything else you wanna say about yourselves because that was supposed to be an introduction, and it just <laughs> devolved into everything
0: retro Zeus uh. super show
2: we had this coming we uh. had this coming um so well i was just thinking like how am i going to edit this how am i going to edit this <laughs> oh no unedited <laughs> raw um three straight hours <laughs> even the squeaky squeaky of rubbing the eyes there you go yeah is that what sound it makes oh man <laughs> seriously i'm going to have to search for the japanese way right onomatopoeia that's the right term Onomatopoeia yes. is is a word
1: that Sound is effect? spelled the yeah, yeah it's a word that's spelled the way it sounds okay yeah yeah yeah, yeah. or um, in real life
0: mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> I was gonna say I know how to spell onomatopoeia,
2: and it's not spelled well <laughs>
1: it's the worst it's
0: yeah
2: isn't it ironic um, so I don't
3: really like talking about myself so you know
2: okay well I on the other hand have learned <laughs> between
0: several podcasts Twitch stream. Is that I need to take these opportunities because otherwise I end up playing Dragon Warrior alone. Going, oh. somebody, please chat with me. <laughs>
2: <laughs> All right. So, um, Wes, do you want to talk about what the idea behind the backlog hashtag backlogbuster series is?
3: Sure. I will. Talk a little bit about that, I guess. Yeah. I did not write anything up. If I don't have notes in front of me, I'm pretty much useless actually. Oh, no.
4: oh. Oh.
3: I'm a teacher and I lesson plan everything. But if you want me to talk mm. off the top of my head, I'll just ramble on for hours. So
2: do it. Two hours. You got it. Go.
3: Okay, two hours. Okay. I'll go get a drink. <laughs> yes. Please. Me too. Uh, anyway, uh <laughs> backlogbusters. I kind of got this idea when we were you know <laughs> going
2: <laughs> I'm sorry. Boy.
3: I can also ignore most things too, so you know. I'm just okay, gonna keep
2: talking. <laughs> you're right. You're a teacher. You got this. Yeah.
1: Go. Uh, sorry, <laughs> yeah, you're going to have the whole this lesson, episode together. <laughs> you're going to be the voice of sanity here, Wes. So,
3: <laughs> anyway, backlog busters came from the you know book club reading idea that we've been that at least Josh, Nate, and I have been participating in for the past what has it been like ten months now? <laughs> I've only read be. like you yeah, know wow. three or four of the books, or anything. but you know <laughs> what? Dig- but anyway. The book club reading idea I thought was a pretty good one but I thought it might be a little bit too difficult to do one game a month so I figured well let's think about maybe if we can all commit to playing one game every couple of months, come on, talk about it, have some nice little discussions about it, post funny memes about it if we feel like it and just try to choose something that a lot of people maybe haven't played but have the capability of playing based on whatever hardware they have I don't know, I just thought it would be fun to like go through old games and see how that was and see if I can find any games that I will end up loving more, which spoiler, I really do love Zelda 2 and <laughs> it might be in my top three Zelda games, Dang. basically. Evolved, which is really odd to me. Hot but take. I'll get into it later. So yeah, Backlog Busters, we'll choose a game every couple of months. We'll have some fun playing about it, joking about it. Um, yeah, just have some fun with it. And hopefully through that we'll probably get through like six games a year and really start to Tackling that backlog without spending too many finances. That was yes,
2: my job. I, like, I like it. Was that really off the top of your head? Because it it sounded staged. <laughs> that was you lesson plan, didn't you, you? You rehearsed that. You did. I,
3: I only wrote my one thousand two hundred fifty word <laughs> document. Was all the two.
2: And, and was that the edited version? The twelve hundred <laughs> just... words. Or that was the full version.
3: <laughs> well, uh, yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Cause I got that document, and it I was, was like, like, "This is better than anything I've written this semester."
3: It was like double the size originally, but I figured you didn't want to know about all the edits they made between the Japanese versions and the European versions and the American. Dang. I, just, I thought, that, uh, you know,
1: dude, we might, uh, y- you know, if if you want, Wes, you could probably do the, one of your YouTube videos on that, man, <laughs> and I would pimp the snot out of that for you. I'm just saying.
3: That implies I have time to do that, you know, with second. <laughs> but, you know, I, I will do what I can, yeah. But anyway, yeah, that's my idea for the whole Backlog Busters thing. I I thought Backlog Busters sounds pretty cool because, you know, you're busting that backlog. But I've never actually seen Ghostbusters, so I don't really understand how the term Busters
0: is there, so. Oh, man. Okay, that's our next Backlog Buster. We all got to watch Ghostbusters, <laughs> Ghostbusters again.
2: <laughs> it's October. Games. We have to watch Ghost, Ghostbusters. Yes um also original cast only none of this um, this reboot crap yeah well
3: since (laughs) i can't Speed, that's what i'll do yeah there you go
2: um it's probably readily available because they do that with movies um yeah so if so we did just finish up zelda 2 the adventure of link and that's what we're going to be talking about today um but just so that we can run through it is that this month because traditionally in the group we have played a horror game in October. Um, this is right. I mean, for what the past two years, the past mm, two years, mm-hmm. last year <laughs> okay. I did Silent Hill last year. Did, did you do something last year, Nate, or was it just me? Was I just like, hey guys, I I'm gonna play a horror you did game? Silent Hill, <laughs> and I think, I think the year prior to that, I played Resident Evil 4. Right, we did that one together two years ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so. that was my first playthrough that game, which was awesome.
1: Yes, and I did not play Silent Hill last year, but
2: so, so traditionally as before. in twice. Um one and a half, really. Yeah. <laughs> oh. So I wanted I wanted to keep that tradition going because I'm such a horror buff. Not really. Um so we took the poll in the group. I'm sure you've seen it by now, and Dead Space won. So we're gonna be playing through Dead Space this month as a part of the group we'll talk about it hopefully we'll we'll start some conversations and see what people think i'm terrible at first person shooters so uh i can't promise anything productive but i just just
1: for the record it dead space is legitimately one of my favorite games of all time it's one of the reasons i got into like the the horror survival genre and I'm a big chicken. Like if I if I haven't said it before, like I will go on record and say again, I don't watch scary movies. Like I just don't, because <laughs> I'm a big old chicken. Um, you know, I, I'm I'm a I'm a combat vet. But man, like when you're talking about like the supernatural and the mon- like scary monsters and things that I can't fight back, I'm like, nope, I'm out. Like <laughs> I'm just gone. Like where's 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 Nate? Not here. you know three states away at this point um you know but uh no dead space it's it's one of the things uh to anybody who does play along with us i just want to say like really um one the sound design in that game is freaking amazing Mm. like uh i really encourage people to actually like listen to the sound in that game uh like the music and the way that like the way that it's used and everything else, uh, and just the general like sound design, uh, period. Uh, so it's uh, I'm I'm excited, mm. um, and I've been meaning to go through and platinum it. Oh, so dang. Uh, this that'll be one less playthrough that I have to. I can do it in two playthroughs, I think. So there'll be one two and a half maybe, but there'll be one less that I have to actually like play through again. So if anybody wants, I will also. Um, at some point in time, maybe post like a bit of a recommendation for anybody playing it. There are some things that I think make the games, like the initial game playing experience, a little easier. <laughs> um, and, you know, if nobody wants to do it, they don't. You know, if nobody wants my advice or whatever, they don't have
4: to listen. To it, so.
2: You know, I hadn't even thought about it, but playing the game in headphones is probably going to be like super freaky because I've played some other horror games and with headphones, and it was almost too much and they weren't even that scary but it's just like like you it's just more immersive you know Mm -hmm. so you're saying it has good sound design i don't know Mm -hmm. if i can do that we'll see well i mean i i don't
1: know if you need to play it in headphones but i I would at least play with the sound up
2: yeah okay lots of jump scares no i'm just kidding (laughs) yeah (laughs) but awesome um so, since
1: I have the least amount to say on Legend of Zelda, I did want to sort of throw out a couple uh, things that I did like off the, like, in just sort of observations. And, and maybe you guys can sort of jump off the like use this as a bit of a jumping off point. Um, one of the things I really liked about, about it, and it was simultaneously frustrating, um, but really enjoyable once I sort of got the rhythm, is that it is a huge departure. From the original Legend of Zelda. And I think in some ways, like, one of the reasons that this game is so reviled um, is because people remember the original Legend of Zelda. And as kids, you know, because I, I it was like the original Gold Cart Legend of Zelda was like one of the first Nintendo games I got um, mm. as a kid. Like, you know, I think like the first Christmas I had my Nintendo but that I got that. And countless hours into that game. And when I finally beat it, like, five years later, you know, I was ecstatic. Um, but, you know, the slow gamer thing, I come by it naturally, dude. Like, when Paul made a comment about, like, burning every bush and bombing every rock, yeah, I probably did that.
4: <laughs>
0: uh, <laughs> yeah, you had to do that. I mean, back in the day. I mean, I remember, and I didn't have the game, but, you know, people talking in at the schoolyard like literally you know like i mean this cliche but it happened people Mm -hmm. were like oh i found this up you know in this area you have to you know push the gravestone and and stuff and everybody like, oh okay let me go try that you know but that that's kind of the way you had to play that game
1: but i I do think like the serious departure from that that original top-down sort of formula really threw people off. And this game, I think, honestly, if it wasn't attached to, like, the Zelda properties, it's kind of very similar to how I feel about Breath of the Wild. You know, like, it's a very good game, but because... And and there's different, sort of, different expectations and results because of that. But, like, because it was attached to the Legend of Zelda property, like, the expectations coming in were wildly... Like, people are like, what is this? What... It's like kind of like the the uh, zoolander, what is this? A school for ants? <laughs> kind of like, you know, like this is outrage, like this is ridiculous. This isn't what I like at all. This isn't what I expected. Um, the other thought I had though too is like like I said, I, I was only in the did, like in the first temple. And one of the things I liked was like the accrual of experience. And since I've been like on sort of a Dark Souls, Hollow Knight sort of has a very similar mechanic. Um, Bloodborne, like these games, I these are games I really like and have enjoyed. Um, but like the the whole sort of like semi perma death sort of mechanic, where it's like this experience you accumulate, you've got like a shot to keep it or whatever, and it's not mm-hmm. not like you go and find the corpse or anything, but like you have the three lives or whatever that Link gets, you know, per playthrough, and then if he you you go through all three lives like any sort of experience you've been accumulating goes away so like i thought like that mechanic i was like that's a really interesting concept and and it was like you know i can sort of see some of the roots of like and, and i'm not saying it was unique to the legend of zelda series or to legend of zelda 2 because other games had sort of similar implements you know maybe not with the experience or whatever like um but that sort of, it was almost like an art, like, it was just a weird sort of like implementation that I actually kind of like dig.
2: Mm-hmm. But um,
1: I haven't gotten past the first temple yet, so. <laughs>
2: but you're yeah. saying that I'm it's the Dark Galuses. Souls of Zelda games. Right?
4: Mm. <laughs> no, no, but.
2: Would you have beat it if there's
3: a hookshot?
1: Oh, oh. <laughs> for sure. For sure. Hookshot for everything. <laughs> Let me let me just see you've you've <laughs> unlocked something awful here. Angry old I'm gonna man. rant about angry old man yells at clouds over hook shots. Um, I'm just gonna like come out and say this. Breath of the Wild would actually be a really great game instead of a good game if there was a freaking hook shot. <laughs> like it's it's a game. They're all like, oh, it's about traversal, and I'm like, put in the hook shot. Oh, but then, you know, you could, it would, you would break the game. No, it's a game about traversal. What makes like, can you imagine? Oh, and then combat. Like, here's, here's the, here's the thing. Breath of the wild. I like the game. Haven't beaten it yet. It's enjoyable, but that combat is super stale. And people are like, oh, well, the weapon's breaking. I'm like, it's bad. Stop. Like, don't like, don't bring that noise to me. I'm like, you know, they they tried to like sort of incorporate elements from from games like Dark Souls, you know, and sort of in and sort of incorporate a technicality, but they artificially inject that with this, oh, your sword breaks when you need it not to. That's what makes everything hard. I'm like, that's stupid. That's a bad design. Stop it. Stop it, Nintendo. Like somebody should have slapped their hand. Instead, you put in a hook shot. And all of a sudden, the combat actually like there's a t- level of technical nuance in there that might make it good. But no, you've got to be stupid and you've got to be Nintendo. Stop it!
0: So, what I'm do you sorry. really think?
4: <laughs>
1: I, so, what I you're I like
0: telling me? I just so what you're telling me is that you have two Zelda games on your backlog.
1: <laughs> I have. More than I have so many games. My my backlog. I have the biggest backlogs. <laughs> <laughs> nobody's backlogs are like my backlogs I you know people people just tell me all the time that they're my backlogs are the best so that's
2: you're good. welcome but that's good
1: so that's all I have that's all I really have to contribute to the conversation so have you ever
3: been able to beat it or get past the first temple like
1: when you were younger um, I, think, I think when I was younger I, I got the hammer and but you know, like I said, when I said like 25 years ago, nah, I wasn't kidding. <laughs> it's been 25 years. So it's like, you know, for all intents and purposes. So and and one of the things I'm going to do is uh, I, I fully plan on finishing Hollow Knight up pretty quickly. So while I'm playing Dead Space, I'm going to need a palate cleanser and I'm just going to like that's going to be my palate cleanser. So it's, you know, but anyways, so.
2: No, That's all the time we have I, for today.
1: I'm giving you this, <laughs> these things. Take them, my children.
2: <laughs> all, all right. Let me just ask real quick as as we start this off. What are y'all's initial impressions? Just like blanket statement. What did you think about the game? Paul, how would you? Initial impression Initially oh. or now? <laughs> uh, well, no, I'm sorry. Yeah. Let, yeah let's just go ahead too. and was say like, now. Okay.
3: This is a terrible game. <laughs>
2: Oh man, see the evolution, that's another great thing we can talk about. But yeah, so, so just in a sentence, what do you think about Zelda 2? I, I I was absolutely blown away by it. I absolutely adore it. Dang. And then Wes, I mean, you pretty much said as much earlier, but let's just go ahead and restate it. What, what do you think about Zelda 2?
3: I am thoroughly surprised by how much I enjoyed it. And I, if we were to rank Zelda games, this would be... Way higher than the original Zelda, for sure, because that game is just... I hate that game. It's a mess. I don't like it.
2: Oh, wow. It's not good.
3: It's terrible. I do not not like the first Zelda (laughs) game. And (laughs) I am also not a big fan of Ocarina of Time either, so it would rank even higher than that. It would probably be in my top three.
1: Well, I I can't blame you for the Ocarina of Time hate, because, you know, you're a smart man. But, yo, that original hate? Oh,
0: Oh, I'm, my heart hurts. My heart hurts. <laughs>
1: it's
3: before my time, I guess.
0: I have to, I have to say, I've uh, you know, I've only actually played three Zeldas. I have bought hmm. Ocarina of Time, and so I'll be getting that to that soon. But I've only played the first three, and I like this okay. one a lot better than the original. Wow, uh, man! And I've got, I've I've gotten almost to the end of the of the original, but I haven't quite beaten it yet. So I need to take take care of that. But I, I enjoyed it. I didn't hate it, but I. Uh, But this one, I thought was much better game.
2: Interesting, interesting, man. These are some these are some good opinions because you don't hear this everywhere, you know. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. I I would say definitely that like I I think the Zelda two hate is way overblown. Um, like you'd mentioned, Nate, I think that it's kind of just an issue of expectation. You know, you thought it was gonna be like. The first game and it's so completely different that people hate it and it does i i think it does have its flaws but it is certainly not a bad game my uh thoughts about the game is that i think it was short and sweet which is interesting for a zelda game i i have played it before so i've, I've played it all the way through before so it wasn't a new playthrough i kind of knew what i was getting into except that it was just so far removed from when i played it originally that I did definitely have a different perspective on it than the first time I played through it. I really like how the game gives you the tools to succeed when you're playing. Like it, it, it doesn't even necessarily have to teach you, but it puts you in situations that you can get through. Like it's challenging, but you can get through them if you just kind of think through your moveset or what you can do, or if you just go grind for a little while. Like you have options to actually win all that up until the very last palace. That's my thought.
3: I can't disagree with you there. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Cause that is, there's some garbage design <laughs> with cheap deaths. And, uh, but I mean, at least they let you start at the beginning of the palace when you die. Yeah, there's, there's at oh least gosh, that yeah. little, that, that little thing. But, um, I don't um, think
3: anybody could have ever finished that game if you had to start all the way back at the original castle. Yeah, every single time you lost. If in it that pulled ball, like
2: a ninja guy, den ridiculous. Yeah, it's insane. Yeah, so, sure. all right, now let's get into the meat and potatoes. Um. So, so Wes, obviously, you have a a tome written about this game and your thoughts in the game. <laughs> what uh, what do, what do you want to hit first? What about this game? Stood out to you. So you said you've never played it before, though, right? This is oh, your no, first I've time. Played played it. It. Oh, okay. Oh, I take I it mean, back. I've
3: never finished it, but. Ah. Okay, well, I'll, I'll talk about it. So, like, when I was. What did I write here? I'm going to actually read some of my notes, if that's okay.
2: <laughs> no. <laughs> um, Links Awakening. From the actually, heart. <laughs> actually. Well, this is my
3: heart. <laughs> in text form. Written out. I'm bearing my soul. Here.
1: His soul is prepared. Gross. Is yours? <laughs>
4: thank you
2: <laughs> even though you're wrong about baptism well I mean that's okay you're wrong. <laughs> you're wrong about Breath of the Wild so uh, Zelda 2
3: <laughs> naturally that's for the two Baptists go right <laughs> uh. but anyway uh, so yeah my first Zelda game was actually Link's Awakening on the Game Boy which I played when I was like 4 or 5 like right when it came out and because of that it holds that special place in my heart and it is a- an entirely perfect game and no one can convince me otherwise and I think it even has a hookshot. I can't remember. So you know, yep. Even they can't say. It.
2: I so, want to say it's a seventh dungeon. Something like we're that. like kindred yeah. spirits, my dude. dude the heart, that's man. that's
1: <laughs> a good. That's a good. In, that's a good. And What is it mm-hmm. the the egg of the windfish or whatever?
2: Mm-hmm. Yep, exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then oh,
3: okay. Well, I could talk about Link's Awakening, <laughs> yeah. I'm move on from that. So yeah, I I played Link's Awakening, but I didn't get to play uh, Zelda one or Zelda two until significantly later, and. That's, sometime, a few years later, we were in a used game shop, and we were there to pick up, you know, whatever game that we could get because probably like good report card grades or whatnot. And I saw like the cartridge for Zelda One, and it was just, and Zelda Two, actually, I saw them like right next to each other in a used game shop, and oh my goodness, there is nothing more beautiful than those cartridges. <laughs> you should, be, they should be framed, they should be put up on the wall. I might even even do that in my classroom just because they are fantastic in every way, and that sword on the Zelda 2 box. Oh mm-hmm. my goodness. That is so in- ornate and oh just fantastic. But I like Mega Man more. So I decided to pick up Mega Man X for the Super Nintendo, which probably was a better decision because a few years later I eventually did get Zelda 1 and Zelda 2 and I just thought these games are just these games are trash. There's no way. These are horrible games.
1: And so I traded <laughs> I'm those crying games over here.
3: <laughs> which is also way better than, you know, any Zelda.
4: <laughs> so there's
3: that but uh when i was a teenager i picked him up again because my dad he goes to yard sales he buys things like all the time uh he actually you know fun side story uh he actually was able to find some of those uh panesian games for the nintendo those unlicensed cartridges that he oh. sold for, like 2600 dollars or so so that was pretty cool
2: what
4: uh,
3: yeah he's he's an ebay and we can't get him to stop. <laughs> Eventually, I did start playing Zelda 2 and I started liking it a little bit more. And I don't know, I must have been like a fantastic gamer when I was a teenager because I got decently far in that game, you know, at least to the raft. And I cannot like figure out how I was able to do that.
4: Mm-hmm. It's
3: like, I must have been awesome. Like in Mega Man 2, I was able, when I was like four or five years old, I was able to get past like all the way to the Yellow Devil and. Wow, uh, That dragon guy, and I cannot recall how I was able to do that.
1: So. <laughs> but anyway, hours long upon Hours upon
2: hours. <laughs> that's how. Of replaying the same levels.
1: Pretty much.
3: Pretty much. But anyway, yeah. Uh, so I never really liked Zelda 2, but I figured, okay, well, if I'm going to be playing a game that I've never really dove into too heavily, I might as well, you know rig the pole in such a way to where Kirby's Adventure could not win, like, at all.
0: It's <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> So, Zelda 2-1, and I, yeah, yeah. So my initial thoughts were terrible. This game's awesome. And I really want to focus on the combat, because that's, like, where this game just absolutely shines. Mm-hmm, yeah. It is so tight, so... Paul, uh, oh, you could probably speak to that a little bit better than I am, but it is just so tight and fluid and just fantastic. And it makes you feel like heroic just playing it.
2: What are your thoughts I, on I, the, the, the combat, Paul?
3: That was my cue for to Paul.
2: Paul, this is this is good radio. <laughs> good
1: radio.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh, I yeah I especially once you get the down stab in the game. Yes, I everything feels so good, and that's just I mean you get you get past something and you just feel satisfied. And um, and I just I, I I love the way that the game sets it up so that it's much more dual oriented, kind of not not in the same way, but kind of a throwback to kind of the Prince of Persia type of a thing, where you know you're going to face off against an enemy, but you you know it it might take you a little while, and you might trade blows against shields uh, until you figure out how they're weak, but. Once you get toward the end of the game, and you are jumping over enemies, stabbing in the head while you're jumping up and up, stabbing a bird, and then you know, swinging your sword around and then blocking a fireball all at the same time, you're like looking mm-hmm. at it as like, you know, you, this game has trained you to be able to do this stuff, yeah. and it feels great. Mm-hmm. It just Especially feels when good when you
3: chain it against like a whole group of enemies, and you're just bouncing off between them, and yeah, it's like, that nothing has felt this good in gaming.
0: For right yeah years. I, I really i i really do think that in in particular the down stab is is one of the most satisfying att- attacks i've had in a video game just uh just in the way it feels the way it the way it looks the way it, it works mm-hmm. uh, it just it's really great
2: yeah i i agree when you get it it definitely changes the game cuz it's yeah. it's an uphill battle i mean the, the whole game it, it's it's a challenging game right I don't. Mm-hmm. I I do think its difficulty is a little overblown in on the internet. You know, they say it's one of those like hardest games of all time. I don't. I, I disagree. Then again, I cheese yeah. the last boss. Uh, you know, um, <laughs> but I do think it it is kind of like an uphill battle. And then when you get that downward stab, it's like it, it works both ways, right? Like you said, it's a traversal as well because you can bounce off enemies and continue going, which feels awesome. Um, or, or it's also just a really useful attack. So you're never put at a disadvantage by using it. And I think what you said, Wes, um, that, that the controls are really tight, um, especially applies for the downward stab, because as soon as you let go of, of the down on the D pad, um, he goes back to normal. And that gets me in trouble sometimes because, you know, I'm used to just, like, tapping it and then, you know, the whole arc of the jump is a downward stab, right? Of course, that's how it... We- no, <laughs> not in this game. Like, you have to hold it down, so you have to be really precise, but it allows you to do... to to maneuver, so, like, you can downward stab and bounce off a guy and get behind him and then slash in the middle of the... uh while you're still falling and and do... Yeah, just these crazy maneuvers that... It doesn't seem like you can do at the beginning of the game like you said the yep. game definitely trains you on how to do that kind of stuff um, by you know kind of throwing you into the deep end and forcing you to learn <laughs> but, um, but that's the way to learn right yeah exactly just Deep uh, out of the pool. <laughs> just do it sink or swim <laughs> or yes. we'll sprinkle your blood on the corpse of Ganon <laughs> 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 oh that lore oh, that. <laughs> it, it, it's kind of crazy yeah. it's kind of crazy what were you going to say
3: one more thing I wanted to mention about the combat is that uh, I know you guys have already read what I wrote, but I'm going to actually like speak to the audience here. Do it. But um, <laughs> approaching it like a side scroller was the key for me to like really understand how this game works. Instead of approaching it like a Zelda game, you know, kind of going back to what Nate was saying there earlier, uh, approaching it like a side scroller, like Mario and Mega Man, for me was where it, like finally clicked for me, and then I just started like blazing through enemies originally I was you know I like to play really safe when I'm playing a Zelda game because I'm not sure like when I'm going to get another heart or you know whether I'm going to be in this puzzle for like three unbearable hours but just yeah once it like I started clicking like oh this is a side-scroller I need to approach it in that way that's when everything changed for me and I was able to blast through like all the palaces like pretty quickly honestly and Mm -hmm. it, it just felt really good and it like you said, the, the difficulty is way overblown. If anybody's played through Mega Man One, they they know that. Yeah. Oh yeah. Huh. Yeah, yes. yeah. So this is nothing in comparison to that. Yeah.
0: Totally. Well, and to the difficulty, to the difficulty part. I, I mean, I I you know I found some parts really really difficult um, until I until I started learning the language of the game. Um, but I'll say that it's it it's remarkably fair. Mm-hmm. the hit boxes are where they're supposed to be the controllers yeah. the controls are very responsive mm-hmm. you know and you know you don't uh you don't even like when you jump you don't even commit to the jump but you can do things in the air um mm-hmm. uh, to to get out of the way and and so if it, it it's about learning the the practice on how to fight in this game um and that's that was the other thing i found really interesting about the uh about the combat itself, because you can change attacks in the air and swirl around the, the dueling is very airborne. Hmm. You know, there's a lot of, of jumping at enemies and coming down upon them with swords blazing. Um, and, and it makes for a very, you know, visually satisfying, uh, satisfying battle. Not to give away the ending, but this is a 30 year old game. (laughs) (laughs) They don't listen. (laughs) (laughs) i mean
1: i watched hey here spoilers i watched you guys beat it you know so Ah, uh, i watched the streams and and the videos afterwards or in josh's
0: case not beat it
2: (laughs) (laughs) on my potato stream yeah
0: but but if you don't if you don't cheese dark link the 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 battle that ensues is is just one of the coolest last battles ever because it is a culmination of the whole game. It is, it is everything you've learned about sword play up until this point. And dark link is a very good swordsman. And so you've got, you know, 90% of your swings are going to be into his shield because he, yeah. he, he he's quick. Um, and so I was, <laughs> I was, uh well, yeah, <laughs> But I I was just, I was so happy with the ending that it, it, that it, that it, it, that it wasn't Thunderbird, which was, what's a cool battle, but it had nothing to do with what you'd learned so far. Mm -hmm. Um, But this was really was all the skills you've gotten so far. Let's put them to the test. It's cool.
2: That, that makes sense. Like I said, I did cheese him. Um, I didn't spend nearly enough time with him. We were, I don't remember if it was precast or if it was after the cast. Um, But we were talking about how if I had played the... I played this on original hardware, right? I mentioned that before. If I had played this on something that had save states, I would have really spent the time to beat Dark Link. Um, But as it stands, like, I only have a limited amount of time. And if I have to go from the... I I was going to say the Temple of Time, but that's Ocarina of Time. Go from where Zelda is... All the way to the final palace, and then get through the palace and get to Dark Link. Like it just, it was just too. If I had hours on my on my hands that I could just spend with the game, then I would want to. I, I'll admit, there's a part of me I'm a little frustrated because it's like I didn't really beat. I beat the game, but I didn't really beat the game. <laughs> um, I beat the game twenty five percent, or because I took him down sword and shield about 25% and then cheese the rest of the way. Um so there there there's that. There's part of me that's like oh, I want I want to go back and beat it, but I don't know that I'm ever actually going to do that, especially since we have these awesome uh things going on in the group that'll continue to push me to finish up the games that I still have on my backlog. Right. Um yeah. but I I do have a couple thoughts kind of on on what we've already mentioned. Um, with the combat. So, Wes, you mentioned that you had to think of the game like a side-scroller, and uh, th- and you contrasted it with the original game. And I think what's really interesting is, is, I'm just now piecing this together, so this may not make any sense at all. I think um, if you think about you can the original... You edit it out later. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Because that's what I do when I make no sense. Because I, I want to sa- <laughs> sound smart. Just make me sound cool. Um, I always
0: edit out my own ums. And I leave everyone else's ums in because I want it to be authentic for them and me sound smarter. Exactly. I've been
3: doing this right.
0: Um, but yeah, so I so, take
3: long pauses so I never say those filler words.
0: <laughs> there you go. You're thinking through it. I, I like I, it. I also edit down my long pauses so that, again, I sound smarter.
2: <laughs> it doesn't set. Yeah. Yeah. I, anyways. Okay. Don't have to get into the nuts and bolts of podcasting. We can keep going with this. But um so the game like a side scroller in comparison to the first game I think even the music kind of pushes you in that direction. So if you think about um you're talking about like the puzzles in the Zelda dungeons and how you're kind of on edge and you're kind of defensive against enemies, I think the brooding kind of dungeon theme in the first Zelda gets you prepared to to kind of move slowly and and be real deliberate in what you're doing whereas The themes in this game are um, more—I was going to say upbeat, but that's not the right word. They—they just are more up tempo, and they fill you with energy, as opposed to like tell you, you know, get ready. This is gonna, you know, you're you're up for a challenge, if that makes sense. Like this Mm -hmm. in this game, you feel more like the hero, which I think is really cool um, because it is a continuation of the first game. You do like you had mentioned, Paul, um, and it says in the in the the handbook that you have your equipment from the first game. You know, you have yep. your magic sword, you have your magic shield, uh, which is just super cool. The way the continuity between the two games is is unlike any other Zelda game, except maybe the uh, those Capcom games, the Seasons games, because those were mm-hmm. developed at the same time. <laughs> um, the other thing that I noticed, and well, oh yeah. Wait. Quick thing yeah.
3: though, uh-huh. um, that kind of reminds me of what Paul brought up on his podcast about the music, and mm-hmm. I think the term you use is like a swashbuckling adventure. Yeah, <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. I really felt I like that. I felt like this was this was like a Pirates of the Caribbean or, or mm-hmm. an old timey, uh, you know, uh, Sinbad type of a of a, sto- yeah. of a story. You know, yeah. one of just just those epic adventures where you're you know with, with great sword play and um, and you know masses of enemies that you're just flying through.
2: That's a really good comparison. I like that a lot. So I'm going to take this just a little different comparison and see what you think um, if this mm-hmm. makes sense to anyone but me. So the you know, we talked about how this is such a huge departure from the first game. And the more that I thought about it, I I think it's a lot like um on the original NES, Castlevania and Castlevania 2. So mm-hmm. with Zelda, it this version of Zelda almost feels like Miyamoto, or the developers, you know, whoever was involved in the first game, saw Castlevania and was like, How do we make that a Zelda game? Because it takes these elements from Zelda, the puzzle elements uh, from the Zelda games, and, and you know, put, getting the different items in order to traverse and get to different dungeons and fight these bosses. And it puts it in kind of like a Castlevania context that is in my humble opinion, far better than the second Castlevania game that tried to go the RPG route and kind of fell on its face a little bit. Um, the the other reason I say that is because we we mentioned how the controls are really tight in this game. I would give the caveat that they are tight for an NES game. So um, in, in comparison to something like Hollow Knight, where I think the controls are more responsive because you have more screen real estate, because, you know, basically the pixel density, you know, you, <laughs> when you tap the right button, you're going to move a much smaller distance in a newer game that uses 16 by 9, you know, HD resolutions than an old school NES game. Um, so you're kind of like committing to your moves when you do them. This game is definitely responsive. I don't want to take that away from it but responsive in a way that NES games are. And I think that I would compare that to like Castlevania, where your moves are very deliberate. Now, like you mentioned, you do have more control in the air. So it is more fluid than a Castlevania game. But I, I think it kind of feels that way. And that, like Wes, you mentioned it as being a side scroller, comparing it to Mega Man. In my mind, I had to think of it like Castlevania. And then I'm like, oh, this feels so good. Um, because it takes a step up from the rigidity of the original Castlevania, gives you a little bit more fluidity, gives you a bigger move set, and um, allows you to kind of play within that sandbox. So I've
3: never played the NES Castlevania game, so I'm
2: not sure. Ah, <laughs> no, but yeah, no, that,
3: that
0: is a good, that is,
2: I mean, mm-hmm. it's a really good comparison. And, um, well, thank
0: you yes <laughs> uh it, you know in the castlevania you know the castlevania uh, famously you commit to your jumps and mm. it it can feel a little unfair at times but oh, the yes. game is set up for that that's mm-hmm. you know um and and one of the great things about castlevania games is that it, it it it's paced to the way you control it yeah and so you know what is it castlevania 3 uh your, your character moves more slowly but the game is paced to to be that kind of challenge for that uh, for that speed.
2: Mm-hmm. Oh man! Um, and Castlevania but, 3 is definitely a challenge.
0: Yes, <laughs> but this, but you know, this one. So you have more control in the air, but you have to. Yeah, I mean, you know, if if you committed to your jumps in this game, it'd be impossible to play. Yeah. Oh, God. because so much of it is airborne combat, especially once you get the down stab, and you are all over the air in that, in the game. And you have to be able to turn and swing and react to what the other uh, things are doing. Otherwise you're just going to die. Um, and that's one of the really gr- great things. It's like the, the, the expanded move set, um, which I'm finding out is actually much, much bigger than I thought it was oh. even feeding the game. I'm learning to do some new and different moves that I didn't know you could do. um,
1: well you Paul, you no no i'm just i'm i'm being very quiet because i don't have much to add here but paul you you are uh which which isn't you know me being quiet is not my default state so um, it was the snoring that gave it away uh, sorry (laughs) um but paul you had you you had said that you're actually going to start speed running this
0: yeah i'm trying i'm 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 gonna and 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 the decision for that is I've been speedrunning Dragon Warrior, but it's it's at least a five hour run, and all my runs have been north of six hours, and and it's just I cannot do that very often. Yeah. And and playing this, it's like okay, you know, I, I with a little bit of training, I can get the speed run under two hours, uh, oh, and I don't boy, even have to boy, be dang. exceptionally good to do that. Uh, the record I think it's like for the category I'm running. There's a lot of different categories, but the category I'm I'm gonna run. Um, the record is like 115, Hmm. and, and that's that, you know, I won't get there for a very long time, but this is something I'm going to be able to do on a weekly basis. And so, yeah, I'm starting, I'm starting to train in that. And part of it is learning these moves that, that you can't, uh, that, you know, um, I didn't know you could do the first time. Yeah. Uh, Like, like jumping behind something and as you're coming down, swing, turning and swinging into a crouch. And so you can okay. even get, you know, short enemies as you're coming down and um, learning how to do double attacks in the air. Um, that's really, really cool. Hmm. So I'm having a lot of fun with uh, with doing this stuff and just uh, the, like like the potential, like uh, especially early in the game against the uh, Iron Knuckles, being able to do double attacks on them because both of the attacks will hit them. And, uh, and so, you know, with one jump hitting them twice, it's going to be... The potential is really cool. I'm excited because they suck. They are the worst. <laughs> they, they're not the worst. You they haven't gotten very worst. far.
4: You know, Wait they, till they,
0: they start jumping. The, 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 they the jumping, the jumping birds, whose real name we will not use on a Christian podcast
2: <laughs> are the worst. The turd birds. <laughs> the turd. Are, are, are you talking about the ones that blow fire? Is that is no? That, is that no that's mean? one of them. Okay. though. that's the okay. Same, no, no, no. Uh, but no, gotcha. no. The it's knife blue, throwing. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. Oh, yeah. Gosh. yeah. No. that yeah. If I was a
3: kid and I experienced those things, I would just I would have nightmares about that.
1: Yeah. Well, and at that point in time, like you know, there's a certain point in time, like within your like age range, where it's like their name is like no, no, that name is very appropriate.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Dang, have this. the weirdest names. <laughs> yes that would would have been great if i was yelling that in the screen and my mom mom walked in what did you say what that's what they're called just just so everybody has an understanding
1: of what we're talking about too i'm not going to say it because it just it's going to sound bad um but the the these enemies are the name is spelled f-o-k-k-a so do the math
3: that's from japanese and english too Oh, wow. Just to make sure it's the exact same
2: thing. Okay, Uh, so you know these these differences between Japanese and English. Is there any rhyme or reason to the names behind any of these enemies? Because Zelda, at least the first two, I haven't even looked into all... I didn't really care for this kind of stuff. I love it when the end of the game has, like Kirby games do, where they show you the names mm -hmm. of all the enemies, stuff like that. That's awesome. But I've never, I've like hardly ever called any Zelda enemies by their actual names, maybe moblins or things like that. Um but Quit calling them snakes, They're ropes. <laughs> right. Yeah, like what is there any do you do you have any insight on this at all, Wes?
3: I mean other than like the Zelda Wikipedias tell me.
2: <laughs> but there but there's uh, no like is there any deeper meaning behind it?
3: Sometimes, yeah. Like for this one, uh, I'm not gonna say the name, but it's like <laughs> it says I, I'm just reading straight from the page here. Zelda.gamepedia.com uh, it says that this creature is likely based on the German word Vogel, which means bird, or okay. could possibly be, be based Always. on the Dutch aircraft manufacturer, which I don't trust myself to say without <laughs> saying something explicit. So, hashtag. <laughs> yes, hashtag. Hashtag in <laughs> so I my mean, name. It does seem like <laughs> they're trying to take from a lot of like European medieval literary type okay. stuff.
2: Okay
0: or like oh. at least like germanic roots. Yeah. This, you know. I thought I thought only Final Fantasies did that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
2: uh, uh,
0: okay, so I, I looked up on Legends of Localization and if y'all don't know or the listener doesn't know, Lo- Legends of Localization is this um uh this guy who is a video game translator. Um who uh who who's go th- goes through some old games. He's put out a couple of books. And just explains why things are translated the way they are. And he's done a whole book on Legend of Zelda 1, and I was hoping he had more information on Legend of Zelda 2. But I'm going to tell you the one story he had on there. And it's why Error is called Error. Uh, And he is named Error in the Japanese, so it's not a mistranslation. The mistranslation is actually Bagu, Mm -hmm. uh, which is a complete transliteration. because the The Japanese word means bug, and so like a computer bug, and so error and bug were supposed to be just like little Easter egg jokes, uh, <laughs> about, uh, you know, errors
2: and bugs in computers. Nice, yeah. Mm. They, and they'll they'll do that in Zelda games. Have the little like uh, pairs of of characters and things like that. That you know, it's funny because that's such a. The, one of those sort of like myths, you know, with error in in Zelda too. But it's not like it's not the seminal image is when you first walk into his house, right? And all he says yeah. is "I am error," and you're just like, "Okay, this is stupid." But later on in the game, someone yeah. tells you to go talk to error, so it was right. obvious that his name was intentionally error. Like it's right. not just, it's not like a, a what is that Mortal Kombat? Ermac situation where it was just a bunch of jumbled up letters at first and then they decided to put it in there like this was intentionally the dude's name
0: yeah and i think that i think that moment is actually really funny when when they say hey go talk to error <laughs> and you're like wait that's his actual name i thought he was messing with me <laughs> you
2: know? yeah mm. awesome oh <sighs> what are you thinking just sighing no, no. <laughs> no I'm just I just woke
1: I'm, up. <laughs> I, like, I really should have played that game, man. Why did I <laughs> do that? Yeah. Um, no, I I just think it's it's you you know sort of in looking at that too. It's like you know there there's sort of a a charm about some of this game that like you guys can let me know what your thoughts are. Um, but the houses that Link goes into with the young ladies and refreshes his his health. I'm like, dude, like did anybody We're else hot, like yeah. dude this is well. I was like, dude, this is suspect. I'm like, what are you doing, Link? Like, you that know, was a um, uh, yeah,
2: it wasn't that was, in the that original. Was, well, and, that,
0: and that's not nearly as disturbing as the old lady's house as he goes in to, re- to refill his magic. You guys, yeah. I was like, dude, that was like,
1: that's, uh, this is a little sketchy, man, Link. You know, I thought you were like a an upright kind of guy, and then he's, you know, he's dating two separate <laughs> Princess Zeldas. Oh man, are we going to get into timeline stuff? Did so what know? is? Uh, I mean, I, I did have some questions about like the timeline stuff. So this is. <laughs> uh,
3: this is hold like on, f- I did not bring my book.
0: Final game.
2: <laughs> where? <wait, wait>, where's? <laughs> sorry, did did you finish? Like you're asking us, or where? Well, did you, yeah, I was did. Was that I a did pause did for finish. dramatic
1: effect? Sorry, it's like. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> um, no, I I kind of like. Um, don't so where like the, I know <laughs> that either. this is, is a direct sequel to the original Legend of Zelda,
4: mm-hmm.
1: right? Where in like all the timeline and, and I know you touched a little bit on it, Paul, but like where is like the general consensus? Like what 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 is the Wikipedia, mm-hmm. Zeldapedia thing? What is, what does the internet the internet say? Uh Wes? Like what what is the consensus on? where exactly in the timeline because we've already established that hollow night is the darkest timeline mm-hmm. where everything's been reduced to bugs but
3: um. <laughs> well i mean okay so like there's actually like a single timeline and then it splits off into three timelines after ocarina of time because you know pure shenanigans and everything but uh this is basically following the timeline where link is defeated and the seven sages have to seal away ganon if you're familiar with Ocarina of Time, and that probably just spoiled some things. Yeah, Are the game's, with
2: me? It, game's 20 years old. Yeah, <laughs> okay. no, I, I beat but Paul Ocarina hasn't played time. it, guys. Yeah, He's
1: yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, <it's> fine, fine. He's <laughs> fine. So basically, basically,
3: after that, so have you to play have... that game
0: now.
3: Um, the timeline where all of the good games happen. So you have Link to the Past coming right after that, then Link's Awakening, Ocarina of Season... Or, sorry, Ocarina of Season, wow. <laughs> Oracle of Season, Oracle of <laughs> Link between worlds, Triforce Heroes is somewhere down there, and then it goes down to the Legend of Zelda, and then the Adventure of Link. So these are actually the furthest ones chronologically down the timeline, this specific timeline, and actually the furthest ones basically, other than Breath of the Wild, and the other timeline. So it's very convoluted, yeah. but this is pretty much like the last game in the canon timeline.
0: Did hmm. you? Did you? I didn't look this up. So did you find this out? Where? Do, where does that? Where does the prince? And the Magician and Princess Zelda land in this timeline.
3: I have no idea. I have no idea. <laughs>
0: Probably Honestly, should write down these questions like, and send them to you beforehand.
3: Because <laughs> then something happened to the king, and then the prince says that all princesses from there on out has to be named Zelda and everything. But I, I really could not figure out a clear answer to that. And I even read the manual from like cover to cover, too.
2: So mm-hmm.
3: I thought it would come up with something, but not really. But I think this takes place like way after that
2: yeah yeah well and and to be fair in in 1987 when this game was released i doubt that they had all the other games in the series planned out
3: this wasn't planned out like in the beginning
2: (laughs) so um, i don't believe that i don't believe that i think miyamoto it's like
1: and i know that he claims that he doesn't really care but i think like if we were, like, to, like, he probably has, like, a shrine or, like, this, like, closet and it's, like, the conspiracy theorist map and he has this, like, thing mapped out and it's just, like, pins and yarn and pictures of Ganon and it's it's probably magnificent and I want to see that. Show us Miyamoto.
2: <laughs> well, he's... Derailed. Well, All yeah, right. he's barely even... Anyways, um... Now, I, I will say, th- the little bit that I've looked into the timeline is that they recently just put Breath of the Wild at the very end. Like, mm-hmm. all the all the articles that I saw were from, like, June of this year, when the official Zelda timeline is on the Japanese uh, Zelda website. Okay, Nintendo-run Japanese Zelda website. And it puts Breath of the Wild at the very end, regardless of the timelines that it's Ooh. just so far into the future that um, it's, it's almost like it doesn't.
3: So this is where all the timelines converge. Is
2: right. That you're saying yes. Okay. Yes. It's the conversion tag. That
0: postmail. <laughs> you
1: stop it. You stop it. <laughs> um, hey, so my personal, like, and, and I know I'm, I'm sort of deviating here, but now that we've gotten into sort of like the goofy timeline stuff, uh, my personal favorite out of the the legend the Zelda series stuff is uh, actually Wind Waker. Mm-hmm. Um, Toon Link is the best Link. He's the only Link that really matters. Um, just you know, for anybody paying attention. No, but where into the really timeline stuff
2: at all.
1: I like that. I like that. I like how you worked a little bit of Queen in there. And, mm, 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 mm. So Zelda, good, good radio. Um, uh, but where does like, where does, like, and now the, I know we're sort of on, like, a wild tangent here, but where does that fit in to these timelines? I can um, answer well, that. Well, actually.
2: Oh, you got it? Oh, go ahead. Oh, I I was Wind just going to say. Oh, that's the... It goes down the horrible time. Like, basically, the good ending of Ocarina of Time, the world goes to crap. And Wind Waker happens, and then it, it's, wow. like, horrible. Th- I, and then Spirit Tracks happens. I haven't even played these games, but Weird. I know they suck. so i no i have a thing against spirit track i've i've played like the first hour and i was just not into it at all i'm sure if i go back and get into it that it'll be great i just i just couldn't do it so it's on my backlog currently so i i just have a personal thing against that game love wind waker though this is anyways what but this is this is with
0: when if adult link succeeds succeeds then everything goes to garbage Everything goes dark, which is yeah. I mean, so it, weird. it really is counterintuitive because, yeah. you know, if the hero's defeated, then you go down the cool timeline where Link ends up with two Zeldas, and <laughs> who doesn't want that? So,
1: it always is polygamy.
2: That's all. It does. <laughs> me, me. I I don't want that.
1: Yeah, Paul. Some of us actually have morals,
2: <laughs> <laughs> but it does get you all the good games. I, I'm, so. I'm the thief here. Yes. We all know this. <laughs> That game oh. is on the bad ocarina ending timeline.
1: <laughs> oh
2: jeez. Anyway, sorry. I honestly so the full disclosure, I didn't care a, a rip about the Zelda timeline until literally today when I started looking into this stuff. Um it dr- it sucks you in, doesn't it? It's weird <laughs> because because I've always just defaulted to like it doesn't matter like all these games are just ma- it's the way that Miyamoto makes games, right? It's like the Mario yeah. games. They're not they're loosely connected, but they're not, there's no story. They're just, they're each their own individual thing. And you just, it's not, it doesn't have to be connected to all the other ones. So the way that have I see Have gone the timeline, down the Mario
3: timeline? <laughs> rabbit hole though.
2: Don't you do that to me, Wes. Don't, <laughs> don't you bring do that, oh, that evil
4: here. Don't I'm not, not going to sleep that evil tonight. Here.
2: <laughs> and it's not because of
0: dead space. Um, I'm gonna send y'all the uh, game theorist uh, <laughs> videos on how Mario's a psychopath.
2: Okay, see, I will say though, though those kind of vid- the the fan theory videos are the ones that I just can't do. It's the official ones that I'm like, oh, I need to see what this is because, like, you can theorize about all these little things all day long, and whatever, you know, that's not real. But when Nintendo's like well if you beat ocarina of time then wind waker happens i'm just like wait wait what what and i follow that carrot and i just fall down the timeline hole
3: and that's when josh went out and bought all three of the 400 plus page guidebooks that are available now (laughs) don't you do that to me (laughs) which are beautiful by the way they are fantastic books
1: I remember when the what, what, the Hyrulean encyclopedica or whatever like historica right the historica Hyrule.
2: yeah historia. historia no c Sorry. no k yeah <laughs> it, it, they
1: just they were making up words at that point in time and we've already established that like with made up words
0: I just go blah, blah, yeah you know I just make noises until you know people are just but um <laughs> it's what we call all the enemies in and- all the two as well <laughs> yeah stupid exactly. blah, blah, blah. the hyrule <laughs> turd
2: bird i the love high, that high, book
1: hyrulean turd birds um but i remember when that was first announced years ago and i was like um i i coveted it so <laughs> much i i still to this day want uh, to get one so like sort like on amazon oh <laughs> i, I as soon as I have the hashtag finances in order, yeah, we, we, gonna, we're going to do this. I got some other books to pick up first though. Um, so moving back, like if I guess sort of timeline. like, no, well to this, <laughs> this is becoming like, and when I say the darkest timeline, I want everybody to like, and I know that this is sort of like inside baseball, but I was a big fan of the show community for a while. I just recommend, you know, brief aside, Google Community Darkest Timeline. It's hysterical. Anyways. um, uh, But, like, what was, like, the... Uh, so we've already sort of... We, we've talked about some of the things. What was the thing that, I guess, really... I mean, besides the combat, and, and maybe maybe I'm just asking a redundant question, but, like, was there anything that really took you by surprise in this game? Aside from you know, just how much you ended up liking it once you, you you beat it and played it. Was there anything that just, like... Because, like, watching you guys play it and listening to you guys talk about it, like, I am definitely like on board for this thing now. Um, and and even, like, playing through the first palace, I, I'll be honest, like, I was getting frustrated. Like I said, the Iron Knuckles are the worst. But, you know, um, you know, and apparently it gets even, even more worse. It gets worser uh, But, like, what were just, like, I mean, some of, like, not related to maybe gameplay, but just, like, things about the game, and maybe, I, well, I guess it is gameplay, but what were, like, the standout moments, or whatever, and I know we've sort of been talking about, but, like, was there anything that we haven't sort of addressed that you guys feel like, no, this is a really cool feature in the game, etc like, I think, like the, like, one of the things, like, the addition of Magic was so sort of, like, out of step with sort of the and just the implementation and everything else like i those are like i guess that that's sort of like the questions like you know those implementations like the fact that like you learn sword techniques and you learn magic and things like this is so sort of like anti-zelda like Mm -hmm. do you guys think things like that actually made the game better or more enjoyable or is it just sort of like you know give me some feedback and, and some of your takes on that I'll go first. Go for it. <laughs> okay.
3: <laughs> all right. Um, I actually think that was a fantastic addition, honestly, because I'm so used to playing RPGs and such, because that's like really all I play anymore. Like Dragon Quest Eleven has stolen all of my free time outside mm-hmm. of
4: this. Preach. <laughs> yes. Preach.
3: So I I am just a complete sucker for experience point systems and, you know, managing not necessarily resource management, but management like of your Different aspects of battling, and such, and slowly unlocking those different techniques. I thought was a very clever way of helping you get better at the game. Because once you learn them, then you can then practice them, get better at it, and then you're actually like prepared, kind of, sort of, for that final palace, which is still complete nonsense. But uh, <laughs> that's what I liked. But I think the best feature of this game is a feature that is not present in so many Zelda games, and that it's a short, short playtime.
4: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
3: I was able to get through this in about eight and a half hours, and I thought, this is really all I need of this world between palaces, is I was able to get from, like, one palace to another in probably about an hour. Mm-hmm. And that's never happened with a Zelda game. I usually am, like, stuck for several hours trying to figure out, which item do I trade to such and such a person so that I can get a key of some sort in order to get into this palace, and then I get sucked into these side quests, and honestly, I just hate all that. It just kind of, like, I mean, obviously because this game is before all the games didn't have all those extra things to it, but it's just so streamlined and and linear. And I just felt that was such a breath of fresh air in comparison to so many other Zelda games.
2: Yeah, that's a good point. Sorry, Paul. I think
0: think that how different it is from Zelda 1 is is not just in, hey, this is a, a... a side scrolling action platformer. It's everything. You know, mm-hmm. there's there's not you're not looking for secret staircases in bushes that you're burning. <laughs> you are not dealing with item management. You know, um the items are are mostly passive. Mm-hmm. Um you know, the 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 magic is is usable and it's and it's, you know, it's part of you. It's not like Zelda one or or link to the past where it's item based. You know, the, that is
3: so annoying when you have to like push start and then figure out which item am I gonna yeah. put on A, which one am I put on B. This it just takes you completely out of the action.
0: Right, yeah. Mm-hmm. Then you add the RPG elements and that sort of thing, but how exceptionally well this game is balanced. That, you know, you are get, you know, from, from the sword play, you're getting gradually better, 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 better without hardly realizing it you're gaining the techniques you're you're gaining in strength but at the same time you've got to get you've got to become a better player to get through it you mm-hmm. can't rely on just over leveling you mm-hmm. know that's not going to work so you can overlevel at the beginning
1: but it's not an option
0: brute forcing is not an option and, and neither is over leveling you've you've got to be able to to get past the, the, uh, the nonsense birds, um, <laughs> at the end or, you know, or it's not going to work. You, you've got to be able to figure out how to get through the iron knuckles. Um, because you're going to get to, you're going to get to some screen that has three of them. And if, if you're terrible at them, you're going to, you will die. It doesn't matter how many levels you gain. Um, and, and just that remarkable balance is, is, something that i think is absolutely unique in in the nes world um i I just i I was i was super impressed with just just how how everything worked together like that yeah so you know if if you're obviously if you're expecting zelda one or link to the past or something like that it ain't happening (laughs) but um but it's uh i i think i think those unique elements make it make it really enjoyable
2: Yeah, I I think to your point, too, of the the fact that you do, it does force you to kind of get good at a lot of enemies. Um, I think it it goes along with what you said towards the beginning there, is that you get better without really realizing it. Like, the room with, you know, three iron knuckles in it doesn't happen until they've thrown iron knuckles at you in, you know, two or three palaces before this. So you've already fought them and you already know the basics it just ramps up that difficulty. Um, so for the most part, I, I agree with you that like those situations that you've kind of already been trained for them. The only problems are when that happens and there's a, you know, there's a pit at the very end of it. So like if something hits you, if there's a flying horse head that comes from behind you while you're doing it and you hit go, yep. go into the pit, then that's just NES stupidity. That's bad game design, but I, I agree that for the most part, the design is actually really intelligent, um, more so than you realize. You know, you can Going along- kill the horse heads at the beginning of the room, right? Uh, And the, there's only a set number of them? Is that what you're I saying? I think so. They're not endless? Usually. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I did no. not know you that. You kill
3: like two of them, then they just kind of disappeared. Completely. Mm. Didn't know that. But going along with what you're saying, there, like the game feels like totally co- cohesive, very like intricate, well designed. Up until you get to that last palace, yeah. I feel like something went wrong with that last palace.
0: The last palace think- is is such a difficulty spike.
3: Yeah, they, and- there must have been something going on. Like they had to probably rush that game out for <laughs> whatever reason. But it, it's kind of disappointing in that regard because it is just it is complete nonsense. Yeah.
0: And it's it is kind of a shame because the, the the final battle is so good, and it's it's almost impossible to get there with more than just your last life and no magic and a sliver of health.
2: Yeah, the the thing about the last palace that I hate, I I didn't necessarily, I I felt like it whittled you down. It wasn't outside of the rooms again with the pits that'll just knock you off. But I, I think that was actually more getting to the last palace itself um, that was frustrating for me. but i I, I didn't yeah. I think it just threw so many different rooms at you that it was difficult. I didn't find it necessarily like, oh, this one room is, you know, I've died three times on this one room. It's just the fact that they string all these things together, and the fact that there are completely useless uh ways that you can go. And it takes yep. you like six rooms to realize, oh, this is a dead end. <laughs> There's nothing here, right? Because yeah, and, at and this in that in last the game, con- you have everything,
0: right? And and you don't even need keys anymore at that point, right? And so, it, wait, yeah, the it's- bats? Just
2: kidding.
1: <laughs> 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 oh, oh, those are. Com-
2: <sighs> oh, where is it? <sighs> Sorry, I just totally derailed us. I need to stop doing. I that. I brought
0: up the name. I think I think they renamed them in this one. Oh, ah,
2: let's look I it up real that. quick. <laughs> Make you edit some.
0: Yeah, they're called aches now. Okay, gotcha. Aches, not ake, okay? <laughs> or ake. <okay. laughs> I don't know.
2: Okay. Anyways, yeah, no, oh. you don't need keys. You were saying, uh, right? And so, it,
0: it really is. I mean, figuring out the path to, yeah. to to the end, and um, and added to the fact that there are. A lot of just brand new enemies there, and hmm, um, yeah. uh, and Josh, I watched you like uh, uh, fighting against those spicy chickens, uh-huh. uh, and when you realized uh, that the fire chickens. they were spitting was was crawling on the floor back yeah. at you, yeah, and there was just like this panic <laughs> in your voice. <laughs> that, um, oh no, what just, is this? Wait, 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 wait.
1: <laughs> thinking, why is that coming at me? No, stop. <laughs>
3: Um, oh, man.
0: hashtag so dumb! <laughs> so, yeah, so dumb! dumb. Yeah, so dumb! Um, and this is why. Uh, and, and and I don't. I don't know if, um, if they would have done this otherwise. But like the reason that you start over in that palace at the end is because on the Famicom disc system, the title screen and the last dungeon were on side A, and the rest of the game was on side <laughs> B. And so instead of just making you flip it back and forth. Once you got to the last dungeon, they put you, put you back on side A. They're just like, ah, let's just leave it on side <laughs> A. So thank you, Famicom Disk System. <laughs> no kidding. Because, I, yeah, I mean, just if, if you got to that dungeon and you, you know, went through the trials to get there, you know, the, the mandatory battles, the random battles and the caves just to get there. And then you're facing off against enemies you've never seen before. With abilities you are not aware, enemies can do. <laughs> um, uh, you know, I I, I would have just died at the very beginning if I ended up in Zelda's mm-hmm. palace again. I'd be like, no, yeah. no, sir, the end. I am done. <laughs> yeah,
3: and I actually almost considered playing this on my Japanese 2DS just to see what it'd be like. And I'm so glad I didn't because not only, you know, is it just harder in general, and they, like, reset all of your experience down to, like, whatever the lowest level you have.
0: Oh, yeah, so, the Japanese version does that. It's
2: that. brutal. Wait, what?
3: But the Dark Link does not okay. even have... Oh, what was
0: that?
2: Oh, I just... What... what do you lose experience if you die? Yeah, so... Like, you lose like,
4: levels.
0: Right. In in our version, if you gain any level at all, you keep it after death. Yeah. But in the Japanese version, all your levels are reset to the lowest of the three levels. So if you've got like an attack of four, magic of two and life of three, if you die, it's gonna be two, two, two. Oh my gosh. And so you've got to level everything equally. So dumb. I'm really glad they changed that. Okay. That's that's kind of brutal. Wow. But
3: then also they did you could not cheese that final boss at all like he does okay. not have that glitch whatsoever in the famicon disc system version huh. and as soon as i started reading that i'm like nope nope <laughs> i need my glitches just in case just in case <laughs> just in case
2: nice now that said you did beat him fair and square though right
3: i did and yeah, it was that's insane. magical that was probably the best moment of my life ever <laughs> ever top that i just entered this zen moment i don't know what happened it was that's so awesome. weird because i like beat the stupid Thunderbird. And that was giving me more problems, honestly, because the stupid fireballs. Huh. But I got to Dark Link, and I just, like, okay, I'm going to focus on this. I'm going to get this done. I'm going to try it once, fair and square. And then after that, I'm not even going to bother, like, being fair. <clears throat> it's just all cheating from here on out. And then just somehow, I do not know how it happened. I, like, totally blanked out. But <laughs> I ended up beating him, and I had, like, the smallest sliver of life left. There was Dang. no way
2: I could have. Oh, gosh. it was That's insane, man. It was if I
0: could, if I could say something, I mean, just something cool about Dark Link, is that okay? So, like the like the uh, the Thunderbird, like if if it hits you, it's taking off significant damage, but Dark Link's Sword, uh, uh, I think with Shield on, is only going to take off a half a tick, and so hmm. it's going to be a long battle. Yeah, and I love that they did that. That he just doesn't overwhelm you. He he really comes in and y'all y'all slug it out for a while
4: mm-hmm.
0: um and, and that's just great it just it even if you're even if you're not quite his match yet, it's just very cool that you have this just epic sword battle at the end, mm-hmm. and uh that's that that you're going to you're going to be playing for a little bit
2: yeah mm-hmm. yeah that's that that's a good point because it does kind of draw it out more and not in such a way that it makes it overwhelmingly. Cheap, like, like the um, what Guma, what's his name, where like you're gonna oh, yeah. get hit when you hit him, it, it's kind it's just, of inevitable,
3: unless you push 51 to the times. screen, too, right? And his mace totally disappears. <laughs> oh
2: my god! So, for those who, do, who don't know, if you
0: saw my announcement in the group, um, I, I did save scum that battle, um. And I died fifty one times. I, I had streamed it so I watched the stream back again uh, <laughs> at high speed just to count my deaths. Oh my uh, wow. Uh,
4: wow.
0: I had gone in with I had gone in with only he he was gonna be able to hit me twice and kill me. Okay. And no magic. So I didn't have shield or, or jump. Okay. Which makes which makes that battle easier. So it was just I was gonna have to take him on in under two hits and uh, so yeah, that was gotcha. was not good.
2: Gotcha. Nice. Well, I have I have one more thing that I just wanted to kind of throw out there um, because it was recently brought to my attention. A game uh, again. I played this game when I was younger, so I kind of had a an idea of it in my mind. I played it when I was younger too. About a week younger. (laughs) (laughs) Well, when I was a child. (laughs) um, Take that, however you will. But one thing I, I was I was looking up just some other opinions on the game, and one thing that they brought up were, was some of the um, some of the graphics in the game. Now I don't think overall that this game is necessarily a powerhouse. Um, you know, it's it's definitely still an NES game, but there are two things in particular that really stand out to me. And and you have to transport yourself back to 1988. The only Reference for Zelda that you have is the original, right? So now you pop in this game and all of a sudden your Link sprite is, you know, twice as big as your Link sprite in the original. He's not just a stubby little dude. Like he looks like he's ready to fight. I think the Link sprite in this game is awesome. Maybe not so much in the overhead version, um, but I just think he looks super cool. The other thing is the game over screen. That, oh my goodness. Oh yeah. As a kid, too, that Nightmare is inducing. creepy because you get the laugh, okay? Yeah. And it is just a silhouette with these burning eyes. And again oh. like like you had mentioned about the um the booklet. If you read the booklet and read the story, like they're literally the, the Ganon's minions take your body and sprinkle your blood on the ashes of Ganon in order to resurrect him. Yeah. so mm-hmm. all of this is i mean you know you need the the booklet but all of this kind of hits you at that game over screen of and it yeah. just says the return of ganon um and it's
3: like blood red right
2: yes yeah oh yeah.
0: gosh yeah it's just it's his silhouette with flaming eyes against mm-hmm. that red background and it is amazing yeah. mm-hmm. i do want to say like when i when i was fighting guma uh my my son was here mm-hmm. and every time i died he started laughing like ganon <laughs> behind me it's like who, who, what side are you on come on <laughs> not <laughs> yours yep. but, but on, okay but Link's uh, Link's sprite I loved everything about this sprite I mean the wind up for his mm-hmm. his sword thrust yeah um, the way it, the way it looked when he was, was doing the down and up thrust um, just the the way he moved in battle mm-hmm. I, I thought it was just very very cool
4: Hmm. Mm -mm -mm. Where
1: do you go from there? I yeah. I don't know. Like I think we've we've sort of we have, in the words of the happy rant, we have wandered to and fro.
3: I have two things though. Two things. Oh, Wes has things. Two things. Okay. First off, for anybody complaining that this game is hard, okay, if you put yourself back in the context again, in like 1987, 1988, right? Yeah. Yeah. Eighty-seven, eighty-eight the manual that comes with this game is like 50 pages long. It yeah. explains everything. Every item, everything that you could possibly want to know. Future skills, it totally spoiled what was coming down, you know, mm-hmm. later on in the game. So that explains absolutely everything to you. Plus, the 4th issue of Nintendo Power had apparently like a 19-page guide which covered everything up to like yeah. right after the 4th palace. So they detailed everything for you. So I feel like a lot of the problems that we have calling it a difficult game in our day and age is because we just don't have these things available to us. We either get, like, loose cartridges or have to download them without any context from the eShop and such. So if you have these things with you, it has the maps, it tells you exactly what you need to do, and once you get past that fourth palace, then you're totally set. and You can, you know, take on the game all on your own by that point. Mm-hmm. So just thinking about the context that this game came out in, it would be really interesting to, like, go back there and see what it was like and see what people were thinking about it then. And the second thing that I wanted to bring up is that because going back to the timeline again, because this is the last one chronologically on the hero defeated timeline, I would just think like, wouldn't it be cool to get like a direct sequel to this game with very similar mechanics and a similar story and whatnot, but like with an updated HD graphic, Mm. you know, makeover completely. Like I brought up, making it look like Mega Man Eleven, which looks beautiful and. I'm actually missing the midnight launch to do this, so you know, you're welcome. <laughs>
1: oh see, <laughs> that comes out tomorrow. Man. It's uh it's preloaded. It's preloaded. <laughs> nice. well, I, I went physical, but you know, whatever. <laughs> Dang. But yeah,
2: I think that
3: would just be awesome if you had if you could bring back the battle mechanics, the combat, everything, just exactly how it is, just make it prettier, do a different story further down the timeline. You know, maybe you can get three princesses instead of two this <laughs> time.
4: <laughs> oh
0: Link no. is collecting his harem. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa!
1: Whoa, guy! Whoa! You gotta um, rein it I in would, here, man.
0: I, I, I would mean, love what like something in the Zelda universe to to go back and flesh out, you know, the story of the that prince,
4: mm-hmm.
0: um, and and the original Zelda princess, um, and the magician, because it you know it just it just feels like this is like like a folktale. Mm-hmm. you know like oh once there was this prince and it's like you know no you know no answers to questions you have <laughs> mm-hmm. I really actually like that about it but you know there's yeah. a lot there there's a lot in this game that you know when when a link to the past came out and it was it was Zelda one squared mm-hmm. and, Wouldn't and it be
1: what's that cube. <laughs>
0: but uh it in it just in it kind of turned turned its back on almost everything this game set up and it's like okay now we're now we're going to set the formula back in the Zelda 1 mode you know they they left a lot on the table that um that you know probably some of the, some of it probably could have been left cuz you know link to the past was pretty amazing but <laughs> yeah. um but uh there, there's a lot there that that's just been left unexplored for 30 years now mm-hmm.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, I I do think though they they do acknowledge the game. It's not like yes. a CDI mm-hmm. game, sure. you know. Like <laughs> um, even you know the Where most do those on the timeline. <laughs> oh my gosh! In <laughs> yeah, the garbage again, can, I... In the, garbage the Darkest timeline. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's even darker than Hollow Knight. Because oh it's wait in wait the, the
0: timeline the timeline I pulled up has it. Oh my gosh. And there's oh, a spinoff no. at Adventure oh, Link no. into. The silly era.
2: <laughs> and as a How CD-i can you say games, that with Link's Awakening on the, there? The uh, Captain N right? cartoon. Uh, <laughs> I mean, oh. but even still, excuse me, Paul. I don't think that's true.
1: Um, you know what? I'm sorry, you know Josh, <laughs> that's good radio. Just so people understand, Google the Legend of Zelda cartoon. All right. And it, the "excuse me" line, mm, yeah, mm, just can we get like a round of applause? <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> anyway, well, Link was having to deal with two Zelda girlfriends by that point. I'm sure he was getting a little annoyed.
2: Not, not in that time. Anyways, it no, it doesn't. <laughs> it doesn't matter. It's, it's, it's fun. Yeah, does that exist with really like the Super Mario movie as well? The um, John Lingusama and that one. Um. Yeah. Any, oh, man, what What were we saying? I had a point, and I totally lost it.
1: <laughs> victory! Rate. You
2: did! You won! <laughs> you beat me.
1: This, distract Josh.
0: Yeah. It's, it's
1: gone. It's super
0: effective. It's gone. Oh, Josh, it's distracted. They, they They do acknowledge this game. In yeah. Yeah.
2: So that, yeah, that's what I was going to say, is, is like, you know, in Breath of the Wild, a lot of the um, areas, the different areas are named after towns from Zelda 2. So that does give like that little sliver of hope. I mean, come on, if they can make a uh, spiritual sequel to Four Swords Adventures in Triforce Heroes, I think Zelda might, you know, or, or Nintendo might toy with the idea of some sort of spiritual successor to this game, right? I mean, they have to. I mean, especially need,
3: since they already did it with Link to the Past and Link Between Worlds. Exactly. Which is fantastic. Absolutely fantastic.
2: Yes. So good. We just need everybody to start, you know, buying copies of this and playing it like that. <laughs> so there's just like a surge. In, and it's because of this mm-hmm. episode of the podcast. Yes. That everyone gonna, is going to run to the eShop right now and purchase this game. This is where the, the
4: darkest
1: timeline. The, well, <laughs> I, I was going to say, this is where the darkest timeline.
2: Becomes the best timeline, you <laughs> exactly. know, um, and I think but, we just got the title of our episode.
1: Um, so we've I think we've covered everything that we we set out to do. Yeah, I think
2: you did a great job, uh, Nate.
1: Yeah, I you know <laughs> uh, I feel like this is this is probably one of my best episodes. <laughs> I sound really smart um, throughout the entire episode. Uh, but I wanted to give each one, like, Paul and, and Wes both, uh, you guys do some side project stuff. I, I mentioned Wes's uh, YouTube videos, and then Paul, you know, has a, has a podcast as well. Um, you guys want to, like, throw, throw some plugs out there for those real quick? And then, uh, as well as, uh, do you guys have any recommendations for the listeners? I mean, uh, I mean, besides, hey, go play Link's Adventure.
3: Um, but... <laughs> Link's Adventure. <laughs> As opposed to the Adventure
2: of Link. <laughs> yeah, whatever. I'm tired. He was, he was a- translating the Link. Japanese version.
1: Yeah, dude. I'm, I'm, well, so, so playing Zelda, the Adventure no, of Link. Densetsu. Thank you. Yes. Oh, oh, see, now that's a game I would play. Like, oh. Is that, is that the Japanese name?
4: What?
2: Is that the Japanese name?
3: Or... Densetsu? Yeah.
2: No, that's, that's the name. Yeah. yeah, that just translates to The Legend of Zelda. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's oh, generic. Oh, okay. It's not this one in particular. I was thinking Sekiden Setsu 3, but yeah, <laughs> yeah cuz that's yeah, I mean like Legend of Zelda, that's Legend of Man- uh, or, you know. Uh, anyway,
1: it, I'm I'm showing like all my unculturedness, but <laughs> plugs recommendations. wes why don't you uh do not you lead the way here man? Plug it up.
3: Oh, you don't want me to do that. Yeah, you, you have to let Paul go first cuz I've had something I've been holding in for years that I need to just kind of air out as a recommendation. Gross. <laughs>
2: <Yeah>. <laughs>
3: I knew that was the wrong thing to say as soon as I saw Paul's face on his face. Uh,
4: uh, No, I'm nervous. Oh,
1: All right, so Paul, you go first. Well, you know, okay. plug plug the, what's the question? <laughs> plug your podcast and and your yes. Facebook. And then it, you know,
2: give us a recommendation here, bro. What do you do? How do we reach you? And what are some cool things you enjoy?
0: Okay, uh, check out my podcast, Retro Zoo Super Show. I uh, I play Kai on the show because um, there's a lot of people who like listen to 20 episodes and then came back is like, Paul, this is really great. Are you involved in this at all? <laughs> I like, just not under my name, so. um uh, but it is kind of fun. We we it's a retro game uh, uh, podcast, but it has a little bit of a narrative twist and different characters that are all irritating.
1: I That's I actually cool. like the the Phil's gaming emporium stuff.
0: <laughs> oh my
1: goodness! I'm it's, having so much fun with Bill. It's so ridiculous that I'm just like, man, like it's like this is the ultimate clueless hack. But um, yeah. Oh, know. okay. Can I tell that you a the story my dad, about that? Actually. Not
3: the clueless hack part, but (laughs) wanting to sell everything. That's pretty much my dad to a T. You got his personality in point. So
0: So thank you. I I, I have a quick question. I have a quick story about Phil because I I can't tell this on my podcast because it's in character. But um, so the the first phone call with Phil, the only thing I had in mind was that his his kind of thing is he's an advertiser for the show, but um, he prices things based on popularity instead of instead of demand and rarity. And so he's like demanding like crazy uh amounts for Super Mario Brothers 1 and stuff and so the the only thing I I I was thinking of going into that conversation was that that's that was going to be his gimmick. And I I almost cracked myself up when he starts going into like this whole conspiracy theory um about how Duck Hunt is so intriguing that the like tv networks and the uh tv manufacturers conspired to make tvs that couldn't play it anymore and i i i was trying to keep hold my own composure while i was saying this this garbage um and just going off on it so i was having so much fun with that it was so good um Mm. but uh it's the 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 commercial heap we have up for him right now is that um he is selling the cartridge for for Link Two for just the price of gold by itself based on weight and instead of the game itself. So it's a really good deal. You should check that out. <laughs> Phil's gaming emporium.com. Yeah, I bought that uh that URL too. <laughs> so
1: Dude, uh, I actually typed that in. Did you <laughs> <laughs> and I was I was I was like, I wonder I wonder if this goes anywhere. And then I saw like and then it took me to your, your web page, and I was like, I was like, well done. Well uh,
0: done. I didn't at first, and one of my friends convinced me I needed to, just because I was going to keep using him pretty regularly. Um, but uh, anyways, a Retro Zoo Super Show, you can hear all fun stuff with Phil. Um, but uh, on, on Twitch, I, I, I really am kind of trying to build my channel there, twitch.tv slash Boy. So um, jump on, give me a follow. I'll be playing a lot more Zelda 2 in the future. Recommendations. Okay, this will be a weird one, but we're going to be doing a series on Mist soon. Hmm. And I'm actually bringing on one of my elders, and we're going to talk about uh, kind of the Christian themes in Mist. And if y'all like the game Mist, but have not read the first novel, the Book of Atrus, it is a fantastic read.
4: Hmm, okay.
0: Uh the whole trilogy of books is on sale on Kindle for pretty cheap. But the first one in particular is really
1: good. The Book of Atrus. Okay. Hmm. All right, Wes. So you've got this thing you need to air out, which is uh <laughs> uh <That's
3: a> lovely <laughs> way to put it, yeah. I'm
0: going okay, roll first, away
3: uh, I'm Wesley. Right now. Uh
0: what was that? I'm I'm rolling back a little bit away from the computer. Okay.
3: Yeah, okay, it's going to be extremely nerdy, so I apologize, but it's right up my wheelhouse. And honestly, I don't care. I'm going to take the chance when I can. So anyway, I'm Wesley, uh, Average Trainer Wes on YouTube. I used to do like a lot of videos. I have like 400 videos up, and they're all kind of garbage. But I'm hoping it to be like not as much garbage soon, so I'm hoping to do that. I actually have Good a podcast plan in the works. Nice. Uh, I can't really talk about it yet, but I have mentioned it here and there. And I mean, if you've been on my Twitter... You- but, you know, it's incredibly nerdy, and that's just how it is. Uh, the recommendation that I have, I was I was up for probably like 30 minutes last night thinking about how to word this, because I knew this was going to come up. And so, yeah, it's incredibly nerdy. Just I'm putting that caveat out there right now, and you probably <laughs> know what it's going to be. Okay.
2: I'm excited. I'm excited. So speaking of dark,
3: darkest timelines and such, uh, do you guys like Terminator?
4: Uh, yeah. Yeah. The general yeah. conceit
3: behind it about you know yes. robot uprising and whatnot. Yeah. Okay. Do you like uh what's the other Mad Max.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. of my language. Like, there.
3: Do you like post apocalyptic universes?
1: Yeah. Yeah.
3: Do you like family friendly entertainment?
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Somewhat. On
3: face as <laughs> I'm just right now? Okay, well there <laughs> is there is a season of Power Rangers that has all of that and more, actually. And all right. Exactly which like which that.
1: interesting which uh, which season of Power Rangers?
3: okay it came out in i think like 2010 power rangers rpm it is on netflix you can watch the entire thing it is like 32 episodes long and it starts out as this like the weirdest like experimental like short film looking thing where it like the opening narration talks about how like 90 percent of the human population just got completely wiped out killed destroyed everything's dead the planet's dying All the humans are trying to, like, run to this one city where they're going to be safe, basically. And then the robots are just mercilessly, like, killing them, gunning them down. You got
4: this guy in, like, this Mad
3: Max car, basically, who's just roaming the countryside and everything. And he's trying to get to the city. And he's got, like, they got these, like, weird masks and everything. It's totally inspired by that. And the entire season is just fantastic. Just absolutely fantastic. Because they thought this was the last season they were going to make.
1: This This is is Power Rangers RPM.
3: RPM. Yeah. Okay kind of got to get over some of the weirdness because the source material that it's adapted from is just completely insane and has nothing to do with it <laughs> but if you can get over the suits and the general designs that they have for that sort of thing the big anime eyes that they actually call out in an episode in Glorious Fashion it's it's a trip and it ends like the most fulfilling ending i've ever seen like well power rangers obviously but most garbage anyway but
1: you said this of- is on Netflix
3: all Power Rangers seasons are on Netflix, just so you know.
1: All right. So, <laughs> so, I so. Just, me very little. <laughs> <laughs> right. just watch I'm, the
3: first episode, because it is weird.
1: I'm adding this to my queue as we speak, so. I'm going gonna,
0: I'm gonna to break a Dude, rule yeah, for you, I, and I'm going to watch an episode of Power Rangers.
3: Thank you. I really appreciate it. Because <laughs> it is fantastic. And I can't get anybody to watch it, because obviously there's a stigma attached to it. But it's so weird. If that first episode was a short film, it would just be just beautiful. Beautiful. <laughs> and you have to get over from the CG. Like, it's, it's Disney. They made, like, a masterpiece on a shoestring budget. So, obviously, nice. CG is going to be just utter garbage. Just utter garbage. But just, just get past that. Get past the weird designs. And just enjoy it for what it is. Because it is, it has, gosh, it talks about slavery. A child, it talks about child abduction, government conspiracies. Oh. Crazy scientific researching things that like a oh. uh, body horror. There's body horror in it. It's like it's everything you, can, you want, and what? it's family friendly. I know it. It doesn't make sense. It does not. <laughs> so, make
0: sense. Okay, we'll check this out.
1: The one season of Power Rangers RPM. Yes. Okay. Yeah, it's rated uh, Y seven. Yeah. So no. <laughs> oh. pay
3: close attention if, to if, the uh, music that's playing when he's driving the car. It's really weird. And you're like, how did this get past sense?" <laughs> I don't know.
4: Is that but going This through? is a weird song. Hmm. All, right,
3: All
0: right. If right, I can go off a- the rails one more time. Okay. okay. <laughs> We've actually done much better in this episode than y'all did with mine. Well, that's, <laughs> that's because we weren't the ones breaking stuff. I mean, that's what we're really like. <laughs>
1: <laughs> this is what so, happens
3: when you get out of the Super Nintendo?
1: Exactly. <laughs> Paul, you climbed out of the Super Nintendo and things got kind of normal. Yeah,
4: <laughs>
0: boring. <laughs> so, did,
4: did
0: y'all did y'all ever see the show WMAC Masters? Anyone? No. Okay, so I I cannot find the show, so this is not a recommendation unless you uh you know watch on YouTube <clears throat> and steal like me. Uh, but oh. so this is like. From what I understand, it's like the side project of all the stunt people from Power Rangers, which is what made me think of it. It's like it's like WWF wrestling, except with martial arts. And in the middle of every uh, fight, like ten ninjas jump into the ring and fight them too. it's so it it really is it's all the corniness of professional wrestling all the smack talk but with with martial arts and ninjas sold i'm,
1: I'm i actually googled yeah, this I, like and i'm looking at at stuff like right now dude there's a dude with like a cyborg
0: eye yeah what <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah and it and it's not uh, like where they fight they, they go on to like, uh, you know, it's Hollywood sets and, and stuff. And so it's not like, like every round's not in the ring. It's not real. Oh no, it's totally real, but they just have, they have a variety of, of different areas where they can fight in. And so they have props they can use as well. It's pretty great. I miss that show, Wish (laughs) they would put that on Netflix or something.
2: That's crazy. Yeah, no, I've, I've never heard of this one before. The one that I was into that was weird. I mean, obviously Power Rangers. I love that as a kid. Almost um, younger (laughs) than me. Well, and now that I have kids, I'm able to watch it again, which is See, the first time I saw Power Rangers, Um, I'm like, this is Voltron.
0: This is just a really cheap Voltron. Okay. So uh, age kind of betrayed me there.
1: (laughs) You know, I miss the Power um, Rangers bus too, Paul, so (laughs) (laughs) we'll just be grumpy old men by ourselves. We'll go yell at some (laughs) clouds
0: together. Baptize them for babies.
1: Yes. <laughs> baptize babies in yellow clouds. That's
0: good for. Good Presbyterian men
2: right that. there. Well, I'll baptize my babies in the Gospel of Power Rangers. <laughs> wow. I don't know what I'm saying. You're going to edit sorry. that out eventually.
4: <laughs> uh,
2: probably probably should. No, there was, there was a show called uh, Superhuman Samurai oh, yeah. Cyber yeah, yeah. Squad that was like, riffing on power rangers and the bad guy was voiced by um oh dang it what's his name but it escapes me the the guy he's in clue yes don (laughs) rickles um no i oh my gosh he's the he's the the weird transvestite character in uh in the rocky horror 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 show you're uh tim yes curry yeah tim Tim Curry. curry there you go I don't know why. Also, fantastic Um, cartoon on this TV show. uh, Three Musketeers. I really loved it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's right. Okay. Anyways, uh, we don't have to, I feel like one probably have to end the show soon. Kind of rambled along (laughs) enough. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. You know, I was just joking when I said this had to be two hours, but here we are. This boy is
0: so beefy. Um. (laughs) (laughs) What would a podcast Mm? about time management be? if it were (laughs) like reasonable length (laughs) well and this is like this is the thing is
1: like you know every once in a while we we like to talk about our successes and our failures and this is obviously obviously one of those two categories (laughs) (laughs) um josh so and any recommendations for from you
2: uh, so the only one that I thought of, this is also super nerdy along those same lines, um, is this YouTube g- guy that I've been uh, following for a little bit now. And uh, I know it's it's totally niche. If you don't like it, that's totally cool. He just doesn't have very many followers, and I'm not sure why, outside of the fact that it's super niche. Um the his name it's it's nothing special. His name on YouTube is Vince Nineteen. Okay, but he puts out these these videos about video games from a statistical hmm. standpoint. Um, I know that sounds really. I wonder why weird. no one follows him. Um, so it's it's even. <laughs> I know, yeah, crazy, right? Um, so like the last the last episode that he put out was about GameStop, and um, basically it's financials over the past few years and how even though they're making a lot of like they're pretty much on par to make the same amount of money over the past few years statistically you take a look at where they're making their money and the shifts in the the gaming industry and where they find themselves and and so you come up with sort of how they've gotten to where they are um the and then one before that that i enjoyed a lot was one about Spider-Man games and how they sell very well um his his whole thesis was is Spider-Man a Sony property. And so he takes um, Spider-Man games pretty much since like the Xbox era onward, PS2, Xbox, and um, takes a look at like attach rates for different systems and how much they sold on different systems and all these things and, and just takes a look at the data and what you can kind of extrapolate from that data. Again, super nerdy. It's It's not for everyone, but I really like the stuff that he puts out. And he has like less than a thousand subscribers, so he's
0: vince nineteen. he's twenty three away from a thousand though,
2: so yes so we can, we can push oh, did, him over did YouTube just I now did. subscribe
1: is it all i'm I'm actually <laughs> yeah. looking this up is it all together or is it
2: yes yeah the, the one nine vince ah, one nine there we go on youtube you can push That's him right.
0: over the edge right now.
2: You oh, people you listening, if <laughs> I, don't, get on my I don't know how
0: many downloads now. y'all get, but if it's twenty three or more, we can push. Yeah. it right now. Yeah,
2: we can do this. What do what you think, Nate? What What do you have? I don't know. It's just for everyone you know, to uh, check out outside of Zelda Two uh, so and,
1: and Hollow Knight. Um, <laughs> uh, you know what? I I actually I was checking out uh that podcast by uh, is it paul maxwell uh, the yeah. the uh the self wire phenomenon self-wired. It, it's uh it's interesting um I, I dig it i dig it uh so that's sort of like a soft it's just like a soft affirmation of your recommendation from last episode um i i consume just like a ton of audio media um but like the book that we yeah. are actually reading this month for the book club uh, part of of this last month this month oh, last, no, was month, last was month was wes's uh power up which yeah. dude very nice uh dude that's actually on a okay. short list of games recommended by uh, i think colin moriarty recommended like that's like now that i have that i uh, i have game over which is the history of nintendo which is really good and then mm-hmm. um, a couple others but anyways sort of got but uh i think we're going to be doing is it the big sleep? Um, since since uh, the Shadow of the Colossus book was uh, spoilery, which is you know fine, but I think we're doing. I I want to make sure, you know, be, so that I don't like, pull a Link's Adventure thing, <laughs> <laughs> um, like Raymond this. Chandler. Raymond Chandler. We're gonna do. Oh, we're that gonna read. So
2: good. Big Sleep, no Densetsu. Yes.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Big Sleep, no densetsu. Exactly um yeah no we're gonna be reading the big sleep by raymond chandler um so i'm i'm stoked to to i'm actually going to be listening to it because that's i have a an audible credit that i can just sort of fling at that um you know i think you know just sort of a, 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 as a general recommendation i would encourage anybody who's listening to this and isn't on a budget to get on a budget, like take your budgeting seriously. Uh, my wife and I have been doing it for a couple of months now and it's been kind of tight. Um, just, you know, we, we, we have some unexpected like, you know, expenses like crop up, but uh, you, you know, overall like the benefits have just been, you know, we're, we're learning to stretch our dollars a little bit more, um, mm-hmm. which is probably good for me more than my wife, you know, cause I want to be like Josh and buy all the games. <laughs> so, um, only I don't want to wait until they're actually affordable. I want to buy them all now. Um, so, uh, yeah, I think that's you know, I just say like, hey, check out like uh, the Big Sleep by Raymond Chandler. I'm excited to to dig into that. It's, I think it's going to be sort of a fun little aside. Uh, and and the self wire phenomenon is 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 really kind of an interesting uh, take um uh, outside of that um i would also recommend that people do not you know i'm just i was gonna say do not buy listen or watch uh ready player one but you know you know we could yeah that's just me being old man yelling at clouds um, <laughs> so um uh, yeah, I don't have anything else. A hey, uh, West Paul. Yeah, thanks so much for for hanging out with us and and sort of uh, you know dropping your knowledge on on our on my dumb head. Josh, uh, <laughs> Josh, Josh was way more equipped to to hang than
2: I was, so I was able to to put some some game time in this weekend, so that helped well, a lot.
0: We're, we were happy to come save your show for you. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah are you gonna let Thankfully him? we didn't. I was gonna, like, "Are you gonna let him talk to me like that, Wes?" I thought we were friends.
3: <laughs> I, I was about to say, I mean, like, you don't speak for me, sir. <laughs> you
1: said we. Is this like the
3: royal we were talking about? <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, we did not get off on too many right. tangents.
2: I yeah, I'm a little disappointed in <laughs> that. Let's, let's. There re-record. was enough inside Zelda too. <laughs> Start up. Let's do it starting <laughs> now. Some... Hey everyone, welcome to. No. Eschatology. Babies. Epictology baptism. So, Josh, right. where can they, where can they so find us? Saying? Oh, man. Well, outside uh, of course, there's always the hashtag Backlog Book Club on Facebook. That's a great place to go. You can catch me on Facebook there. I'm also on Twitter and on the GG app. Um, my handle on both of those is Broccolope. That's B-R-O-C-C-O-L-O-P-E. I'm on pretty much at every platform available.
1: I am Nate underscore McKeever because I am super on brand or <laughs> extremely boring and unoriginal. We're, you know, whatever works for you.
2: Um, I guess until next time. I, nice. Well, I, actually, I think we should end it with some scripture because we didn't, you know, this whole podcast. Oh, we haven't dude. talked about it at all. No, that's, so I've got a scripture just to share with everyone. It's Proverbs 17, okay. 28. Man. Okay, Proverbs seventeen twenty eight. Even a fool who keeps silent is considered wise. When he closes his lips, he is deemed intelligent.
1: <laughs> oh, man. Are you saying something about me, bro? Oh. Sick burn. Sick
2: burn. All right. I think on that note, for real. No, I'll just throw um, that okay. at the end. We don't have to. Keep nah, that in dude. There. No, that's.
1: <laughs> No, I think it needs to end exactly like that. So, um, (laughs) hey, thanks for listening. Uh, And and seriously, until next time, hashtags and you know backlogs and finances and all that fun stuff. You know, be wise with your time, kiddos. You guys,
2: hush (laughs) talks. The inflection on that was perfect. (laughs) Hush (laughs) talks. It's very delicious. It does. You best be
1: taking care of your hashtag backlogs and finances or I'm going to break ya.